Well, that's not nice. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Yo, Bobby! What? Bob? 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 Over here! Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! These are actually like fucking comfortable chairs, man. They adjust a little on the fly. I dig it. The, um, it's kind of a joke, actually, because these are supposedly $500 worth of chairs. They are shit fucking chairs. But if you look into it... Um, what are they, from the 90s? Or? Yeah, like... <laughs> no shit, they're from the 70s, and they fucking... Uh, they're like designer fucking chairs. My dad sold it to a fucking guy... Uh, who looked like a retarded version of Slash. And I'm not kidding you. He had like the Slash hair, curly, long fucking hair from Guns N' Roses, but he looked like a guy who'd been on like shrooms and, and acid his whole life. Okay. And my dad traded him a lawnmower, and these are the two chairs because my dad needed garage chairs because he was sitting in a recliner, but he kept passing out because he would drink too much beer. Recliner was too easy. Couldn't sleep. Yeah, this is like a semi-recline, so. It's a fucking weird chair, but then yeah. you look them up, and you can actually find a clean picture of those chairs, and they do say at, at when they first came out, 250 apiece. You know why? They, they may be, like, structurally a little meh, but fucking lumbar support, dude. <laughs> well, they, the ass moves, too, so the, yeah, the back yeah, moves yeah. and the That's ass. That's why, I swear. Hell, yeah. That's pretty sick, man. <laughs> Start this. Do you need do you need a cup or anything as we go? Because I'll pretty much start from here. No, start from here. Uh, right. we'll, we're, we'll pour one in a bit, and I see there's some cups in front of me. So yeah, we're for good. sure. I've for already sure. I already scoped it out. I'm like, okay, I got, oh, I got the setup. <laughs> I try, up, man? Whenever I get to have people come in, it's so fun to like host and be like, all right, if you can actually have fun and like party, it's like hell yeah. I even talked to my girlfriend about being like, we gotta go pick up Isha, so that way he can drink <laughs> and not be afraid to fucking get home. And then I was like, by the time you texted me, it sounded like I was like, ah, I don't know if it's weird to be like, do you want me to come get you? You know what? You know we're still getting to know each other here. Maybe maybe next time, and then we'll I'll bring more beer and I'll, I'll take you up on that. No, you're good, man. That's why I was like, what kind of beer do you want? And then I was like, I saw your text. You're like, I'm good. It's like I get you though, because I'll, I'll in my head it's like, yeah, let's get fucked up. But I'll leave a pot. I'll 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 go. Like, that. <laughs> and then most people are like, no, no, I can't do that. Like that's you know, it's like, oh, that's right, that's right. Mo it's also what what day is it? Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I should be responsible. That's all right. It's been a hell of a two weeks. For uh, sure. I literally. Drank way too much bourbon on Halloween on a Monday. Uh, shout out to my roommates and neighbors. Unbelievable. Uh, and yep. then Tuesday hosted a... Well, co-hosted a watch party at Waconia Brewing. Uh, Minnesota Wild defeated the Montreal Canadien. Let's go, baby. Pissed off some Canadian fans, too. Canadian fans, not you know Canadian hockey fans. 
And uh, then we recorded a podcast live. Met some hockey beauties. Hung out with Jeremy, our boy Matthew, who's a listener of the podcast. You know, didn't even go home. Right from school. Stopped at Waconia. I've been trying to get that fucker on the podcast, and he's got time for your shit? God damn, Matthew. <laughs> Barely, man. The guy's, the guy's hustling. But, dude, uh, he's a fucking busy motherfucker. Dude, I know. So, no, it was awesome, man. It's been... Uh, it's been a good couple weeks. It's been a good couple weeks. And I finally get to meet Bobby. Like, how many spaces have we, like, before, before they died? Together in? <laughs> yeah, before they died. Um, Yeah, no, dude. The spaces were fucking sick. Uh, it was a great way to get to know people. It, yeah. Without even having to meet them in person. It's just like, you th- like, the nice thing is I would do some things to kind of make people feel calmer than, you know. Some people get on there and they're so uptight on Twitter because they have to... They have to flaunt a personality that's not like who they are. It's like you talk to them, they're funny people. Oh, yeah. But then you get on there and it's like, oh, I got to be business because these people follow me or because of this. It's like, fuck them. Have oh, fun. I, I know, man, but I even, I'm going to admit this. I even fall into that sometimes. And oh, you have to, though. And it's one of those things. Like, I'm they make you play the game. I'm working. I was way worse on Facebook in fucking high school and university. Before I like, got into Twitter. University? Why'd you? Oh, shit. Yes! You, should, you should, like, count like all the canadianisms as we go here i just laughed because we, we were joking before <laughs> i i actually like didn't you throw sport. a mic i didn't throw a mic in front of isha before we started so we've had a cocktail or at least i've had one he's drinking what are you drinking over there oh shout out waconia brewing again they they sent us home with a care package a raspberry blonde ale i'm usually not like for the sweeter beers Ooh. but any raspberry and again you usually drink these in the summer i get it but it's pretty much summer right now in fucking minnesota ayo um, as long as they're not too sweet and they have that hint of any fruit, like I'm, I'm, I'll dig it, and it's good, man. I was I told, you. I was told to drink it with their chocolate peanut butter porter, and it was like one of those chocolate raspberry candies. So yeah. I'm gonna try. I have one more can of this left, so I'll mix it. Uh, I, I was gonna say later tonight, but let's be honest, probably tomorrow or the next day. I should I should take it easy after today? <laughs> That's alright, dude. I'm uh, yeah. I, I'm just coming over some back pain that like sometimes you never know if it's like a liver infection or something. It's like <laughs> I've been hardcore hitting, but. I said it before, and I've said it many times. I somehow got talked into making vodka Red Bulls at home. Oh. You're on a dangerous game. Well, that's like when Pink Whitney finally hit Canada a year after it hit the United States. It was, was it just, bad? It was just too easy. Is it pretty smooth? Oh, dude, it's it's lemonade, man. Is it like kinky? It, like that's it looks like kinky. Have you ever had you kinky? Nev- I don't even know what kinky is. Well, kinky's like a it's like a it's like a chick drink. But it's like a, it's like a vodka. I think it's a vodka. I'm not sure, but it's like a, it's like a sweet. You mix it with Mountain Dew. It tastes like it, it's this awesome. This is better because okay. it's, it's actually tastes like Newman's own pink lemonade, is just it? with a hint of vodka, and it's like fucking 35. percent Okay. Oh damn. So that's fuck the thing. You it's up. not a mixed drink. Whereas like you, but it tastes like one. So that's why it's so dangerous. Ooh. So it was d- bad when, so I, when not- I first started the Hockey Podcast Network. Like when we were recruiting people and stuff, I was like casually like drinking this. Like, oh yeah, you know, I have a drink at night. Not you know, not realizing like I'm just drinking, I'm drinking straight vodka, and by the end of it, I'm like, man, I'm getting no work done, and I have class tomorrow. That's badass. That's badass. I'm I'm game for that kind of shit. The peanut butter porter and all that kind of stuff. I'm not you that kind of drinker. You haven't tried the peanut butter porter yet, though. I haven't, but I haven't, but I'm not that kind of drinker. Like like I told you, I'll turn down shots. I'm not the craft brew guy. I like like shitty Coors Light, McGolden. Dude, Hams you know? is my is my there new you favorite go. That's beer. That's what you said. Hams is that because you never had Hams or when did you have Hams? I had I had it in April when I came by. Oh, so you had only had it when you're in, a, in America? Yeah, yeah. They don't have any where I'm from, anyways. Oh shit. Okay, I should introduce you because I'm not very good at that. This is Isha. <laughs> How many minutes in are we? I don't know. Actually, uh, like six. Not too bad. Um, two things. One, does it scare you as a guy who hosts uh, and actually runs like companies of media that I'm playing music that will be. <laughs> 
Dude, I'm it's so not, small. It's not my podcast. No, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But I just want to always want to ask somebody who actually knows. Like, is that a scary thing? Well, and two, put it this way: it's not scary, but you're just not gonna make money. No, uh, for sure. So there you oh, go. If you the thing is, make like, money. Go ahead. The thing is, it's like I paint. It's like now let's have fun. Like that, <laughs> that's kind of the fun part. It's like if I ever got asked, they'll be like, "All right, um, you can make money, but you can't do it." It's like for sure, let's fucking do that. But uh, for now, it's like that's not an option, and it doesn't seem like it's anywhere close. So it's like hell yeah, let's be let's be different. On the edge. I'm on the edge. Everyone always asks, like, is this going to play? It's like, yeah, it'll be on there. But also it helps to kind of make it kind of a fun theme, like, where, like, you hear people talk and it kind of gets, like, stale. Not stale, but, like, when I hear this and I listen back, it's, like, it's it's at least nice to have, like, music in the background. Like, I know you're not supposed to, but it it is... I mean, you could, like... I I forget what, like, the brands are. Artlist is one of them. You could get, like, a... $40 $40 a year subscription. Actually get some pretty damn good music because what's cool about those and again, I don't give a fuck. I'm just... No. To the people listening. This is... I've asked this podcast... I, I've literally out to the... Qu- I've literally been like, yo, where can I just buy music? Oh, there's so many services You're my now, guy. Man. So, You're so, my fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, I'll even show you after this. Artlist is a good one. I don't know how much that one is. Like, there's probably some that are cheaper but what's cool is a lot of um, musicians who are even part of labels are making deals with the art list of the world. They're paying them like a flat fee just to use their music on the platform license-free you can play dope music, man. Like, all my vlogs on my YouTube channel, The City Life Project. Humble plug. No, dude, um, plug everything, please. All the music in there is from... Um, I forget which one we're using now. We used to use Artlist, but we, we switched up. And, like, it's all good shit. And you can even look up, like, themes, like, scary or even sounds. If you're, like, doing, okay. like, if people who work in audio production things like that. Or even movie production, to be perfectly honest. And um, and it's awesome, man. And they have a huge library. And then you look up these artists, and they're like real artists. So it's dope. God damn it, man. Um, I already lost my second question because I'm sitting here going, I feel like such an asshole because you actually know your shit. And a I, bit, a dude, bit. I show up and it's like people are like, the audio is good. It's like because I'm an asshole and I stumbled my way dude, into solid audio. You have a sure mic though. I don't even have a sure mic. Because <laughs> I'm more cheap on my mic. Shout out M Series Two. Dude, that's that's what everyone was. And then I was like drunk. And a little uh, something else, and I was sitting there, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, a two hundred fifty dollars shirt, Mike? Uh, what?" I was That's like, not "Bad. That's not bad. Uh, mine was had to had to one hundred eighty Canadian." Okay, there you go. Is that pounds or? <laughs> It's just what I, is it? No, well, what it is it? To be par, man. But now it's crazy. So like, and that's the one thing. Like my bank account, I don't, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like pretty good for for now working freelance work. And then I'm like, oh yeah, every transaction's like a little bit more over here. So just <laughs> damn <laughs> paying cash everything now. Strip, except for, except for gas, cash, though, right? Homie. Except for gas. Gas is easier. Straight cash, homie. Randy <laughs> Moss reference. Uh, Greatest oh. Viking of all time. Let's go. Oh yes. Hell. Back yeah. when they used to Attaboy. be sponsored by Puma. That's like one of the only years. Interesting. I'm slowly getting into football. I mean, I even have like a, a sub. Oh, it's like an extra show on our Soda Pod feed every Tuesday. Straight hash, homie. Okay. Um, Straight hash. Where we bring on guests. I mean, Hoppy's the one. You, he's a huge NFL guy. Yeah. Um, it's funny, though. He's a fan of the Vikings, but he hates the Packers more than he likes the Vikings, which I respect. Being a guy who just hates the Toronto Maple Leafs and everything. Okay. Toronto and Canada. Yeah. And he asked me the other day. He's like... You know, if you, if you had to choose, like, the Leafs just never getting, you know, a Stanley Cup or, like, the Canucks losing to them, like, what, what would you what would you be more satisfied seeing? Like, the, the Canucks winning or the, the the Maple Leafs losing, even if it's, like, to the, to the Canucks? Right. And I was like, honestly, man, as much as I'm a diehard Vancouver fan, like, 
I, I think I hate the Leafs more. Or just like Toronto sports more. And he was like, respect. That's how we feel about the Packers. Most of us. There you go. There you go. I'm see, learning. I'm learning. I See, I have all the jerseys up. And like, I love it in like a very personal sense. But for me to go on and be like, here's my takes. It's like, I don't know. I listen to sports podcasts and re reverb some shit that I heard, you know, yeah, two yeah. weeks. It, We're not experts. No, We're fans. But then it, it is. What, what is fun, though, is to hop into spaces and have people ask questions and then have to come up with something that maybe not have been said on fucking ESPN. Well, that's what we do on the podcast. We just try to... There you we, go. We listen to ESPN. We listen to... Like, read the Athletic. Michael Russo, right? Like, he's he's the man here in Minnesota. Which is, by the way, I know you're not a huge, huge hockey guy, but, like, you guys are so spoiled to have one of the best hockey writers in yeah. the market. Like, and it's coming from a guy in Canada, right? Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. He's... he's. I like him. I follow him, and I'm not even a big hockey guy. I don't, I don't really know anything. I joke about being a hockey insider. Only because I knew about Nico Stern because I, the guy I talked to, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's married. Or the guy I talked to when before we started the podcast, his niece is Nico Stern's wife, and they both played hockey at Clarkson. So um, when ne- when all this trade shit was going on with Nico, I was telling people what Nico was telling his uncle. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was saying I'm, I'm so a wild insider. insider. I was the wild insider for the Nico Sturm trade because I was like, I don't know, guys. I'm you know, <laughs> saying shit like that. But also it was like uh, I, just to be stupid, you know, because I talked to Seth and Micheletti was on quite a bit. And all those guys are so, so big in hockey. It's like, well, why not joke? About, you know, yeah, I fuck yeah. around with Tom. Tom's on Twitter and he's always posting some nice shit. So <laughs> I always uh, I fuck with Tom. And he'll ask me some some inside shit. And it's like, I just they should score more. Like, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's all a bit. It's all a bit. But uh, I mean, I have the sports stuff up and I and I have my love for uh, football. But like, you know, I, and I'll talk with anybody who wants to talk. But like for me to come on and do like a, you know, my social media is like, oh, you know, a guy, I'll just say it, Rick Sosa. You know who that is yet? Oh, it's no. a terrible Viking follow. Don't do it. Okay. But it is funny because it's like he'll get shit and he'll poach. He'll. Po- I don't know if it's. I don't know if he's rope doping people where it's like uh, he's he's idiot genius or what. But like that's. It's, I respect right. idiot genius on Twitter. Like that's what I'm trying to go for. There's some that are good. Like again, I, I was telling you prior to recording here. Like as much as I am a hockey fan, like I'm a combat sports fan, and I, and I say that like I don't even want to just pigeonhole the MMA. Like I'm watching Muay Thai. I'm watching karate. I'm watching You're going fucking for the, yeah, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Like, I'm watching everything I can. Combat. I'm even been getting into boxing, which is funny that that's kind of like the bottom. celebrity boxing or real boxing. I mean, Wait, I, is Jake Paul a boxer to you or no? We'll get into that in a sec because I, I think <laughs> I might have the controversial take to that. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I'll fuck with a, a little bit of everything. I mean, like, celebrity boxing is what it is. I wasn't paying 70 bucks to watch him fight Anderson Silva, but I did watch um, Ortiz Lomo on ESPN Plus for free. And honestly, okay. like, Lomachenko is an absolute beauty. Ortiz is an up-and-coming U.S. boxer. I think he's 26 years old. I don't know if that was his first loss or, like, you know, he, he hasn't had a lot. And Lomachenko just came back from fighting on the front lines in Ukraine. He gave up boxing yeah. two years ago to go fucking fight. That's so, nuts. like, props him. He came back and they put on a war. I think it was I think it was 12 rounds. And they put on a fucking war. And, like, that was... Hey, I mean, you have an ESPN account, so you're paying for it. But you know what I mean? Like, that was way better than celebrity boxing. But for sure. To, but to your Jake Paul point, man, like, put it this way. If you were him... Would you do it any differently? If you're if you're an amateur boxer or a amateur boxer going right into the pro ranks, every single one fights cans to, to, to beef up their resume. They'll fight guys 1 and 35. No joke. They'll fight guys 0 and 15 until they go 10 and 0, then start to fight better competition. The Jake Paul, yeah, he's kind of bought in his way into boxing. Yeah. 
if you want to call it that. But the guy puts decent fighters on his card, up-and-comers. He's brought great women boxers. Yeah. Fame. And, he's a good promoter. And he's, he's a good promoter. And you know what? He's the he, Jackie Moon of our generation. <laughs> yes! He's fighting former pro fighters. Yeah, not promo for... or Not... Jesus Christ. Not... Uh, former, former pro... pro boxers. boxers. But Ben Askren, sure. He was a wrestler first, but he was an MMA champion, one champion, and Bellator. He fought Tyron Woodley, the former UFC champion, twice. And the first one was a close one. Second one, he knocked him the fuck out. Now I know Tyron Woodley came in on short notice, but still. And then fights the legend that is Anderson Silva. Now I know Anderson Silva is 47 years old going into that, but Anderson Silva is still competing professional yeah. boxing. He beat Cesar Chavez Jr., who is 34 years old, still in, you know, arguably his athletic prime. Whether yeah. he tried in that one or not, Silva beat him. And then he knocked out Tito Ortiz for fun, but that was a whole other story. For sure. Um, so, like, this was another good stepping stone. And why not fight big former fighter names? Because you wouldn't build then, a name either yeah, way. Yeah, then, then cans. Because yeah. you're making money. You're For better or for worse, you're stirring shit up, whether you're on the pro or against side. If I was in his fucking shoes, again, long the short of it, I'd do the same thing. So oh. I, I respect it, and he beat Anderson Silva. I scored it. I rewatched it because then I found uh, someone posted like it on YouTube, just a little zoomed in. Yeah, I scored it for him as well. Silva looked, you know, his age a little bit, but it was his biggest test thus far. Oh, for sure, for sure, because it seems like he's actually the most like um, lethal out of all of them, right? Like Woodley was still like he, yeah. Out of all the guys who kind of had their prime and didn't, like Anderson Silva seems like a he's guy still who could still, so yeah. he's still in fight shape. But Woodley, yeah, he had some for time sure. off. Askren, mommy, looked like a fucking Michelin man. For like, sure. And, and do you think like and the other thing too is I don't think of him as like on steroids when I say that he's the Ivan Drago of boxing right now, <laughs> but he's the only guy who has um, unlimited time to to do this, make the kind of content money that he's doing with this. Yeah. And this isn't and about the money for him. He no, loves I was just listening actually on my drive here to him he was on an Ariel Hawani's podcast, the MMA hour, and he was just saying like I was gonna go six and zero, ten and zero, and just retire and be like, "Fuck it!" Like I did this, I made some money. But he's like, "Actually, like I love the sport, and I'm just gonna keep going and try to win a belt." I want to know though if you had those dudes' platforms to do it. Like, like Tyron Woodley can't box as much as Jake Paul is boxing and put like that kind of shit in because he's making money on the back end on content, his podcast, no, all course. this other shit. That's that's I guess where in my head it's like. You can make yourself a good boss. Not make yourself. You have to be good. You have to be talented. You have to be able to swing your fucking hand harder yeah, than most people fucking can. You have to have the genetics can. first and foremost. For yeah. sure. It just it just seems like um, like like almost like a steroided level of being able to concentrate, being able to devote money that maybe most most dudes right now, especially the type of dudes that are he's fighting, is like most of the dudes are on UFC salaries, which unless you were the were stud were on UFC salaries. <laughs> no, right, but, but they aren't now, and like no, they're no, probably no. making more money than than they were in the UFC oh, for 100%, 100%. sure. But but like even then, like Tyron Woodley, he's got to make appearances. He's probably got to do extra shit on the side to make up and keep up with the money he needs to make, as opposed to like Jake, where Jake can set, have one boxing match. He's set, you know, not set, but he's no. had money to be set. He doesn't even need to get paid for the boxing. Right, and some of these guys are still like. Yo, I still have to, like, go on podcasts. I still have to, like, go do training, extra, whatever. I don't know how some of these guys make money when they sure, retire, but you I, know? I would, I would argue that, like, Silva's fine. He, he was oh, he's the, good. He was one of the highest earners in the UFC. Oh, yeah. He's an absolute legend. That DC Cormier fight, probably, he probably got a little on the back end. You know what I'm saying? He got some money. <laughs> um, and, I mean, and Woodley, yeah, like, he went on, like, a four-fight losing streak or whatever, then was cut and then boxed. But, like, he made some championship money. So if he was smart, which I think he was, like, he has some businesses, he probably has it. 
he's talking about fighting Nate Diaz now too. Nate Diaz has made quite a bit of money in the UFC and now with all his other ventures and things like that. Yeah. Ben Askren again was a champion Nate, Nate in Diaz his own would be right. Sick. I would love to see a Nate you know Diaz Jake Paul see? fight because like I want to see him fight like Jorge Masvidal. And the UFC will never happen, but like that would be fucking awesome. Right. Well, yeah. Dana's not ever gonna dip the toes while fighters are in the no. UFC. And Masvidal is one of their stars, despite him. I think he's on a four fight losing streak too, which. His story is pretty crazy, but yeah. now, now can I? Oh yeah, Masvidal. Oh yeah. my God, that's sick. That well, that's why they made UFC start fights in fucking backyards of Miami, right? Like, dude, yeah, he he was like 18 when Kimbo was. He was in those Kimbo Slice backyard Miami fights. Yeah, that's how he. That's how his name got out there, and then eventually joined ATT, which is one of the biggest American top team in Florida, and you know his relationship with Colby Covington and his rise and fall and rise again. Like yeah, credit to him, but yeah, he's he's like 38 too, like. It's crazy. These are old dudes. Yeah. It, Journeyman. It's, it's just one of those things where, um, I mean, maybe, uh, dude obviously is very talented, but it's just one of those things where, like, for me, ah, I don't, I, I hate the, I hate the, I hate the, the guy who's already got money and fame being good at something already else. Like, that's kind of it, too. Is yeah. It, you know, I there's hate, that. there's hate there just for, like, shut the fuck up, man. Go, go away, you way. YouTube star. Put it this way, though. It, if they work hard. I respect them. For sure. I don't have to like it. For like, sure. I'm not a fan of Jake Paul by any means. And anybody listening, that's not what I'm... But, like... Yeah. No, I get Again, you. if I was in his shoes, I would do the same thing. So, why am I going to hate on him? For sure. You know? And people who just, like, hate for the sake of hating are just... Fucking oh, that's that's honestly all I'm doing it for. <laughs> it is, uh, and that, and like I said, it's just... It just seems like it's, like... like, And it's so... The only thing, too, is I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the UFC, so it's also, like... I just don't like that. It's, like, Anderson Silva could beat your ass if he wanted to. Put the gloves down. Let's see what happens. No, then. I know. It, that's and that's always like okay. A well, that's not the sport. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's like so. Whenever people are like, "Oh, Jake Paul could," it's like he can't do shit. Yeah. If, if in a very take, narrow niche sport, which you know, boxing is. It's like fencing. It's like yeah, sure. If you yeah. you know it, no, because that's the thing. Nate Diaz will probably lose to Jake Paul because Nate no Diaz shit? is a fucking street fighter and a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> no shit. Yo, I suppose the street fight. Do you think that would be uh, Masvidal too? Do you think Jake he Paul probably, could get Masvidal? Uh, right now, no. But two more years, sure. Okay. You know what I mean, like Masvidal, like dude, when you're on the when you're on, like the wrong side of thirty, even fighting as long as these guys have, like your brain shuts down faster than most, right? Okay. Now look at Chuck Liddell, right? Like yeah. Once reason, once that chin went away, and it was less his chin. I actually I watched a cool documentary, and it was less his chin, which like yes, that's that's the term for it. But more like when you get to that age and you've taken that much trauma, your brain knocks you out quicker because so, it knows you're gonna get your exactly. Ass beat. So it's like before you take four more of these, it automatically shuts you out, which that's so fucking crazy. Right. It's a, it's a it's a literal it's a literal Defense um mechanism. yeah yeah. And so, you can't help it. So that's the thing. Like Masvidal, he only can get knocked out or, or punched in the head so many more times, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And he he's at 38, and he did a bunch of those street brawls. It's like, and probably with that, you also have some like. Backyard street brawls, and you probably have some real street brawls. Oh yeah. So dude. like, there's some there's some head contact that's that's gonna be fucking you know that's, that's gone. Absolutely. That's crazy, man. Um, now let me ask you this, and we'll we'll try to break away from yeah, sports yeah. real quick. But uh, what do you think about with like the kind of money that they're bringing in, and, and the, the just the the amount of like things that can maybe perspire from a Jake Paul fight? Do you think there's reason for any of these guys not to swing if they see an opening in a fight to not knock them out? Uh, no. I think fighter mentality, dude, like, and again, you like... You want that win? Yeah, uh, by no means am I a fighter, ladies and gentlemen. I would probably lose in a street fight. 
I mean, unless I get another stripe on my jujitsu belt, which, by the way, any suggestions at VI Sports Talk on Twitter? I'm looking for a jujitsu gym. I like got into it back home a month before moving here, and I'm like absolutely addicted to jujitsu. So yeah. let me know. Still looking. Again, I, I'm by no means a fighter, but like my first sport was martial arts, and like, yeah, you do. I think in karate they're called like katas, like the form of movement and stuff in competition. But like, you'd also fucking fight. And my uh, my sifu because I did kung fu. He my was sifu. That's awesome. He was very much like. Mr. Miyagi, he was like, I don't know the rules of this competition. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, just like go see what the judges say. That's so sick. like naturally, like my mind is self-defense and hurt the opponent at like I think I competed from like eight to fourteen. Yeah. Sweep the leg. Thing, first well, dude, I punched him right in the nose and broke his nose. <laughs> Disqualified. I go to my you know CV, I'm like, what the hell is okay, like, can't punch in the nose. I'm like, thank you. But like again, just that little tidbit there. Fighter mentality, like you're never, and again, I was a kid, but like I can imagine today, like you, you never, no matter how much money it is, you're a competitor. You're like you're, you're an athlete at this point. You're a competitor. Yeah. You have to be an absolute savage to do this. I think maybe in low level boxing, maybe that happens. Maybe because you want to like fight next week and you want a commission to clear you next week that you know you're yeah. gonna you're gonna fight a little bit on the edge. But in mixed martial arts, absolutely not, dude. It like it, could you imagine going in there like? You can get your arm broken. You can get choked out. Like, you can elbow it in the face. Like, almost anything goes. And it's like, you have to be in the zone that, like, I'm going to I'm gonna finish this guy. For sure. Or, or girl. For sure here. But I guess I guess with, with the boxing thing, it's like with Askren coming in overweight, you know, Tyron Woodley obviously is a fucking genetic freak. He's going to have an eight-pack the day he dies. Um, you know, Anderson Silva, again, doesn't have to be ripped. He is a fucking monster. But it just, it, I don't know. There's something about not being paid that much your entire career probably the last time you'll ever be on an actual fucking pay-per-view um highlight fight something that something is going to be like of that momentous uh broadcast i don't know it just seems like if you wanted that number two do you get the number two if you knock them out and that's kind of where i always get stuck is it's like i don't know because then it's like the mcgregor once you get knocked out or tap your legacy is fucking almost toast like yeah you know like it was you get to enjoy the hype that it was but once you get beat now you've you've lost that unbeaten you know i mean well, like, if they're unbeaten that, yeah that's the thing like there's a like the former lightweight champion charles Oliveira in the ufc like he's very much like a like he came into the ufc at 18 years old and was never cut yeah so he has like nine losses on his record for sure but in my opinion he's the greatest lightweight of all time like i don't know oh, for fuck sure if khabib is 29 and 0 he guys, also fought a soft record and had only oh, so many UFC even fights. Started on his fucking right, crushing though? cans, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's boxing. It's very much build you up like that so you can be marketable. Yeah. I think fighters, especially the ones that Jake Paul are fighting, yeah. they're still high fighter. level. They're high still, level. And I've listened to Ben Ashman. He's like, I didn't think he was that good. He's like, I thought I could go in there underweight and still kick his ass. He's probably still recovering too. Like you can't. Ben Askren needed a good three-year ban from fighting after that fucking he's still head wrestling. kick. And, sh and shout out to him. I think he's coaching, and that was his background. He's like yeah, a for sure. USA NCAA fucking stud. He was kind of an old school guy coming into the UFC, being like, I can't. Maybe he can't stand up with you, but he will fuck you up on the ground. Oh yeah, because that, that was his thing at Bellator. Is it Bellator? Bellator or, yeah. and one champion. Okay, yeah. yeah. He went. He went both there. Or he, he did, I think he won the belt in, in both of them. But yeah, man. Um, I, I fucking love. Martial arts. It's fun. Like we were talking about, you kind of fell off at the McGregor era when well, he came up. I just went up. to college and like started yeah. drinking and hanging out with girls, and I had to pick my battles with sports. And yeah. is, you know, it's Canada. It's like NFL for you guys. Well, I was a washed-up athlete by this point. I was out of college. <laughs> I was on a beer league football team, hence the. 
Jersey. Nice, nice. Jersey there. Love it. But uh, those dudes are the ones who are like, yo, we go to fucking Two Stooges and Fridley, and we watch the fights. Every monitor, they do a three projections. It's a pretty sick place. It's yeah. also a pool hall. Um, they fucking broadcasted the fights. I said I showed up. That was when I saw the whole five-round Rory McDonald fucking uh, Robbie Lawler fight. Oh, Canada, baby. And Rory McDonald. holy fuck, man. That was one of the greatest fights of all time. But also, that fucked Rory McDonald up, right? He never it's was like, the well, same. He, His nose yes, was gone. You're right. He did. And people disregard, I think, the, the guys that he fought in Bellator. But, like, he left the UFC, went to Bellator for more money. So, shout out to him. Yep. And became the fucking champion there. And then wanted to be double champ and fought, in my opinion, one of the greatest fighters of all time, Gegard Musasi and Gary Musasi fought in the UFC. Yeah, he's still he's older now. He's, he's like old 38. school. He's old school UFC. Dude, he's got like, I, okay, hold on. Oh, fuck, I don't have interest in my Canadian phone. But Gegard Musasi, I think, is like a forty something and you know record, like forty yeah. ten and something record. He's nuts. Yeah, the guy and you know Rory lost to him, and then you know, born again Christian didn't want to hurt people, retired at like thirty five. Fair enough. <laughs> right. Well, he had taken a fucking ass beating, though. I no, mean. And, and you know, Robbie Lawler's still fighting, and like he probably shouldn't be. I think he has a fight coming up, not this week. Who did he just fight in the UFC? Um, Nate Diaz, right? Or fought, Nick no, Diaz? He did fight Nick Diaz. That one was interesting, but I yeah. watched him. Like, you know what? Like, there were some good, there were some good moments in that. But Nick came in like shit too. Oh yeah, Nick didn't. Nick doesn't give a fuck, and that's why I love Nick Diaz. Right. Like, when he fought George St. Pierre too, it was hilarious. Um, no, uh, Bobby, is it Bobby or Bobby or Robbie Bobarino is his last name. A journeyman, but a guy quite a bit younger. He just deservingly won the fight, but it was a good, it was a good scrap. But I think Lawler's fighting like a pretty decent guy now, and it's just like, it's just like UFC, like give him, give him some other older guys like like Nick Diaz, so, so maybe fans can love it, and he doesn't like continue to take a beating. Right, let him get maybe like dudes who are up and coming, not maybe up and coming, but no, just older guys, man, like older guys in the exact same. Oh, you know, in the same former, position. Former ranked guys, like. Is one, there a lot of them? Because I feel like there's not. There's, Once, still, there's still quite a bit. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's still quite a bit. The USC just feeds them to the young guys, and I don't necessarily like that. I Like, I get it, but I don't necessarily like it. Because, like, most of the time, they get their ass beat. I got you. And father time always wins, right? Hell yeah. I'm fucking... My back... I sleep on a fucking bed wrong, and I couldn't barely shit the other day because I couldn't push my lower back hurt so fucking man, bad. If, if I don't stretch... I'm a painter, bro. I know, man. If I don't stretch, it's it's terrible. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm, one of those, like you don't have to do yoga, folks, but stretching it helps. Even even ten minutes a day, like it's it's been. A, if I miss a day, dude, my back's fucked because I sit all the time for work. Do you have a sport that you think that like all you need is like a month to train hard in and you could make a comeback? Like me or just in general? You. Me? Oh. I think football. You can get me a, a give me two months. And, like, get me field work and some weight room time, and I think I could be back in football shape. No fucking problem. And I'm th- 29. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm 29 th- too. Um, oh, there you go. See, now this is a good conversation. 93? 93, yeah. Hey! August, August, August 20th. April 7th. Uh, so you're a little older than me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I was here for my birthday, and it was a fucking riot last, well, the last, the 29th. All right, there you go. Actually, I was in Duluth. <laughs> which was fun. I hit up some of the breweries there, which was which was dope. Oh yeah. Um, oh, man, I don't know. I'm not good enough at jujitsu. If I had like five years before, maybe. Now do you, now what do you what do you say when you're do you do jujitsu or do you so play jujitsu? Is it a match? How do you fucking say means, that? So I've never competed yet. I'd love to. Like my goal is to win some prize money, and okay. then I'll be satisfied. Which like again, that maybe is a, a ten year goal. Mm-hmm. But uh, Minnesota is a hotbed for martial arts and Wisconsin especially. Like LFA is an unbelievable promotion and feeder to the UFC, and it's based 
in the Midwest here. Yeah. They have a lot of their events at like the Prior Lake Casino and things like that. Okay. I, st- I do the streams on my channel for them all the time. Hell yeah. Um, and Jiu-Jitsu and MMA is huge and boxing. I mean, like I said, martial arts is huge out here. Um, so, I mean, there's no, like, there's probably a ton of competition in schools like that. But again, I, what I've been doing back home the last, um, month or so before I moved here was I, I, I bought like a, it was like a variety pack membership. It was like two classes a week and an open roll on whatever slots you want to come. Okay. So there's like some early in the morning on some days, some later in the evening on other days. Yeah. So you take two classes where you just like learn some moves and practice and then open rolls for an hour. You just go partner up with someone and say like, Hey, like I'm not a high level find someone your level and just like fucking go just like fight you know submission but fight oh yeah and it's just full gi too so like it's not no gi so you have like the belt and you can maneuver your opponent by grabbing like the gi and things like that. yeah by the collar and shit yeah yeah yeah. and i mean they say that that's the they say everybody says they're like you should start gi and then you know until you start getting into higher levels then if you want to perfect the other like the the niche side of the sport no gi then do that if you continue to like the gi, continue to do that. You're just your wrists are gonna start to hurt. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's so sick. I can't. I don't know if I could. I just, I don't know if I can get into it. You know, like I could. It's get a hell in, of a workout. First I'd, and foremost, I'd be sick. I'd be sick to work out with that. It's in, like I Joey Diaz lost like a hundred pounds doing jujitsu. Yeah. I, I, and plus, it'd be nice to know, like, oh, you want to fuck with me? Like, yeah, let's go talk. Let's, dude, that's let's the go thing. Like, talk. If you can, if you, in a street fight, if you can at least get inside the pocket, as they say in the football. I mean, you have a chance. If you know how to quickly drop for an arm bar, you can break someone's arm. Dude, like, let me tell you the one time I thought about I need to learn how to fight was after uh, one of the 10K parties. Um, I think it was a 10K. I can't remember what the fucking anniversary or some shit. They were at the Loon. I'm okay. fu- I'm there drinking with like Vince, Vince Wright, uh, oh, Alex Micheletti's there. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all drinking because we have that little group. That, you know, they've been on the podcast. Alex's been on with Vince is on with Sal. There's, you know, we've all hung out enough. We go to Vince's parties. Dude, Vince is I cannot. Vince how is good sick. is the ribs, by the way? Sorry, v- Vince's rib fest. Okay. Vince's rib. The whole atmosphere is sick. I'm salivating, dude. dude I, first off, the ribs amazing. The rest of the food also fucking amazing because yeah, people bring shit. And it's fucking sick. And Vince, if you're listening, I'll bring some Persian food, man. Don't worry. Oh, dude, Persian? I'm half the, Persian, the half f- American. What is, believe it or not. Where's Persian now? That's what I want to know. Where's Persian now? Like that's the funniest, dude. I literally just made this joke the other day. Like, <laughs> like I call like what? Is, like I gotta know where Persia is because like I say because oh. like isn't it like. Okay. Persian Empire. It's a pride thing. Oh, is it a pride it, thing? No, put it this way. Because, yeah, when the fucking Ayatollah and the whole Islamic revolution happened in 79, that's when it really became, like, Iranian. No. I, Fuck the it's Iranian. It's Persian. That's the yeah, same it's thing. Persian. It's yeah. Persian. That Like, the Persian Empire. Like, that's... You're proud of that heritage. Like, I don't even fucking speak Farsi, folks. Like, I can say a couple words here and there and understand yeah. what my aunts are saying. But my dad was, was born there. He escaped the revolution in 79 when the fucking Ayatollah took over. And you know what? Right now, literally right now, I believe it's day 46 of an uprising nationwide there because, you know, a woman didn't want to wear a fucking veil as she shouldn't have to and was murdered by, like, the government police. Oh, this so is So there's that. still an uprising going on there right now, which is, dude, it's crazy because it's, like, the reverse. 79 people rioted to bring in the Islamic uh, government, whereas now the youth, the people our age are saying, like, enough of this shit. Yeah. They're rioting at their universities. 
and like they're fighting back so shout out to the fucking Persian people out there who are standing up for fucking freedom dude look at that look at that Vince right your rib fest just fucking like gave a hell of a fucking anyways, speech right there no 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 the, I know back to the rib fest, I love it I love back it back to the rib fest I've been invited Vince like I'm, I'm tight with Vince yeah uh, I hooked him up with uh, my former company the pigskin podcast network that's fucking awesome and, uh, and he came to watch uh, some UFC last time I was here um, okay. I was visiting in April. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. We Hell shared yeah. some cultivated CBD. That's <laughs> fucking sick, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, that, that CBD. Po- yeah, that's a that's a fun time. If you ever look at the photo of the last rib fest, you'll just see me in the background just. I think I I know exactly what picture you're talking. Dude, about. I, I hung out. I was just chilling at that party. The best part was uh, there's a meme I shared with Vince on uh, Instagram the other day, and it was uh. When your homie hits you up with the vape pen before you even ask for it, <laughs> that's fucking Vince, dude. Like he was—he's he's the man. He's the fucking man. Big smooth, baby. But dude, I I love having him in too because he was in here um, not that long ago. Cool. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him since I've arrived, but I've seen seen a lot of people. Fuck yeah, dude. No, if I see you at Rib Fest, I'm gonna go nuts. Oh, I'm going to the next one. I told Vince if like if the invite's there, I don't care how far it is. Even if it's an hour out of town. Like, oh, I'm, Woodbury. I'm Woodbury's nice. It's not too bad. It's probably like 40 minutes, 40 from Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it shouldn't be that far. You should be able to cut right through the cities because it's it's almost on the. It's like a little bit. Um, if you were going towards the uh, Wisconsin border, it's a little the other okay. way, but not too far. It's pretty fucking close to the Wisconsin border on ninety four. He's a bourbon guy too, so we. Oh we, yeah, we him and Justin. Yeah. We watching uh, UFC. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking sick. Speaking of, by the way, keep talking and asking me questions. I, I have something for you, and we'll talk about it here in a sec. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I, oh, is it, are we going to? Okay, here we go. Uh, it's time? Okay. As Bruce Buffer says, well, it's time. For the listeners of this podcast who know, what this is This is a rarity, which is about to happen. Now, do you sip this? with Now, how, what is this? Like, is this no ice? Like, how, you're a, what is this, scotch? Or is this whiskey? All right, so uh, I brought Bobby here some Centauri Toki whiskey from the House of Centauri Whiskey, established in 1923. My favorite type of whiskey is Japanese whiskey. Now, whiskey snobs will be like, that's a cop-out because Japanese whiskey, so pure, so easy drinking, so amazing. Like, it's almost like it's it, everyone knows it's good. It's not like it's a niche thing to know that Japanese whiskey is good, but Centauri is one of the oldest and, in my opinion, best distilleries in the world. Now, this is their lowest, like their base, the Toki. In Canada, this thing's like 60 bucks here. It was 20 at fucking Total Wine. So let's go, baby. Okay. And it's a good introductory. They're, they're higher end stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. It's unbelievable. In Canada, you're pushing like 150 for their mid-grade here. It's like oh, 80. Um, so I decided, you know, I'm going to just buy this because my roommate's not a big uh, whiskey guy either. Uh, his brother, the state of Hoppy, is. But uh, he even said, you know, like this is... It's whiskey, but it's, it's a little something different. And, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know, where I'm from, Canada, we like to pour one when we meet people, right. you know, new people here. It's it's uh. It's do I have so. do I have to finish it or can I sip it and see if I like it? You can sip and see if you like it, but if you don't finish it, use a bitch. I oh this this is publicly fucking spotted on this podcast. So he's got. Uh, let me read it real quick. Yeah yeah here. By the way, I didn't mean to call you a bitch in your No, no, if, no, I want you to. <laughs> this is completely fine. I've Trust me. This is uh, Suntory Whiskey Toki uh, from the House of Sun uh, Suntory Whiskey established in uh, 1923. I'm just also looking for like the... Oh, I wanted something. A vivid blend of carefully selected Japanese whiskeys. Silky with a subtly sweet and spicy finish. See, the spicy finish is what it's, it's not- always like... 
Try it and then see if you think it's a lot. It, it's too spicy. It's always nice that even Japanese whiskey lets you know that if you drink this and you're pregnant, you're gonna fuck that kid up. <laughs> we should have looked that up for like Google Translate. Uh, dude, I'm telling you right now. Okay, again. I, I mean, I, I poured you a tiny little bit. I, I know, Isha. That's why it's like I'm laughing because it's like, dude. Anyone who's listening to this be like, Bobby's never drank anything hey. besides White Claw on this. Cheers, buddy. Thank you for showing me that Minnesota hospitality. If I take it like a shot, am I a bitch? No, no, just do it. Just do it. I think you'll, there's, there's enough there, or there's not enough there where it's like, it's pretty much like a good, it's a good sip. I am a total, yeah, I'm gonna, dude, go on set of hop and be like 50 shades, yeah, he fucking sucks. <laughs> all, right, all right, here we go. Play by play. He's shooting it down. Taking a few seconds before the chase. Not his cup of tea. <laughs> Maybe I should have said sip on it. Well, you're welcome. Oh my god. See, and then my face. I'm like, mm, smooth. Oh, yeah. No offense, so, so ask uh, no, but this is actually this is amazing, and I should actually I brought my <laughs> vlogging camera. I should have I should have got that. Ask Vince about the token. He'll just laugh. He'll be like, "That made you, uh, <laughs> that made you make some faces." <laughs> Vince was drinking the strong stuff with us. I'm telling you right now, at a at a fucking uh, rib party, him and Justin would bring out all sorts of bourbons, and all these people oh, yeah. want to fucking talk. Weller. And I never once fucking touched it. I would sit there and drink a six pack, six pack of White Claw fucking grapefruits. If you look in that, that cooler, that's here? what's in there. There's ice for you because I didn't know how you drink your whiskey. And I got You're fucking. Man. You're the man. Oh. Oh. Well, <laughs> I, I feel bad now, but uh, I'm glad. Don't I'm feel glad bad to have that experience. You need to feel honored because experience. I don't. I had a guy come on here who I went to fucking confirmation with who brought tequila and I didn't drink it. <laughs> and that was like on a got you know some fucking green I don't know whatever. <laughs> it was some sort of clean fucking tequila. He's like, I listen to your podcast. I was like, in what podcast did you listen to that fucking said I loved? I was like, tequila, I'll drink tequila. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll drink tequila if it's at I'm at a bar and somebody buys me a tequila shot. Like, yeah, okay, I guess. That's it. Isha, oh, you are a fucking man. Cause I, <laughs> dude, I'll bitch out on that every time. My well, my I'm liquor. Used to the rye, so this is like the Canadian rye. So this is a lot more easy uh, drinking. Well, I don't do a shot right. My shot came back, splashed up in the rest of my mouth and swirled. So that's not. You yeah. wanted to hit the back I'm of like, your throat. I'm like sloshing my mouth like a fucking bougie guy. I'm like, yeah, hmm. like out fucking, of a red cup. I'm like, hmm. I I hint the talons. Hmm. Oh man, I hope Vince is listening to this because he'll appreciate that. Vince, I saved some Toki for you, buddy. So oh. let's get the ribs fired up. Oh, yeah. Vince. <laughs> You're like, get this shit away from me. <laughs> Vince, you can have the rest of my toki, bro. I was going to... Uh... I was going to take the shot like this. <laughs> just so with, I could be like, with the tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that means that, yeah. Well, the story is... I was running through my uh, dorm in, in South Dakota, and they had a high frequency of South Korean transfers who would come to a, a semester in South Dakota, which cheaper than Vancouver. Sucked. Yeah, it's I can't imagine though. You go from South Korea to Aberdeen, Aberdeen, South Dakota. It's like fuck me. Um, Cultural experience. Have you ever called it over there? Have you ever seen the uh, the fry meme where it's just fry going from Futurama, where he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, one guy, uh, Tanner, I can't remember his last name, he fucking posted uh, K 
can't. I don't know if this is Aberdeen, South Dakota, or Aberdeen, South Korea. One of the funniest oh, things I've ever amazing. fucking seen. But uh, dude, I'm going through with a cutoff, and a uh, South Korean chick stops me and says, "And I'm only saying this because I'm close to what it sounded like, so that's why I'm allowed to do it." I, she goes, "Do you know that your tattoo means an air?" And I was like, well, "Fuck, now I do." I was like. It means air. I thought it meant energy. And she's like, and nothing in my country. And I had to Google it. As oh, I, no shit. Dude, I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, I just got this tattoo. Here's this South Korean lady being like, do you know your tattoo mean air? And I had to go look it up. I was like, well, in Japanese, it means energy. So, so what do you tell people? Do you tell them it's, it's in air Japanese, or I tell them energy because that's what I got the tattoo okay. for. It says energy in so Japan, it's same, Japanese. So that's crazy that in... That it's the exact same symbol. Yeah, symbol. Yeah, means fucking. I was gonna say letter, but it's I don't know how you do it. Yeah, is it a symbol? Crazy. Calligraphy. You know my favorite is. I haven't been to South Korea, but I I dated a girl in college who like she traveled there for a whole year, and she and she did a lot of traveling. She said like the culture there is, it, it's uniquely Americanized. That's the term she used. She's like, it's just so awesome. Okay. She's like Japan like has its has its moments. Yeah. Like, it's just a little bit more intense, but like she said, South Korea, like, it's so laid back, and they just, it, it was just so easy. Easy to travel there. You got a little bit of their culture, but it was very much like you felt, okay, I can I can navigate here like if you Americans drove up to Canada. Right? Okay. Yeah. And I thought that was super cool. Oh, yeah. She got a, a crazy tattoo in South Korea where it was just like the, the hammer and fucking steel. Yeah, nail. Yeah. Dipped in ink and shit. And it out. was huge. And she had no idea what she was getting. She went into like a, like she did a whole like, I don't even know what to call it. Spiritual experience where you went with the monk, you did a bunch of this shit, you burned some sage and then they tattooed you at the end. What like your symbol was in, in the, like the monk's That's mind. That's badass. And it was this huge, which really cool, like almost like sublime logo looking sun. But dude, like the center of her back and it was huge. And I was like, you poor thing. She's like, yeah. Like, for four hours. Yeah, there's, there's no fucking... There's oh, no, man! There's no... What's the hour one? Can I get and every, an hour every one? now and then, we're, like, making love, and I'm, like, you know, tracing it. She's like, don't do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, fair enough. PTSD. <laughs> oh, she, can, she can feel the chakras <laughs> being like, released. Just, 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 like, you know, it's fine, but, like, I'm like, fair enough. Fair Are enough. you an anime guy at all? Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I used to... I used to doodle. I was a nerdy kid. Um, I my first before wanting to be a rock star and then on TSN radio, I really thought about drawing cartoons. I was pretty damn good at it, and anime oh, yeah. was like my shit. Like Dragon Ball Z, fucking Full Metal Alchemist, Death Note. I grew up on all that. Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, I, not one of my favorites, but okay. I did watch it. Okay. Oh, it. okay. See, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Because to me, I feel I don't like... I know what my favorite is, man. No, I feel you. I, I really don't. You. I don't have, like... I, my, mine's all, like, the Cartoon Network versions of it. Like, uh, Cartoon Network was, like, a thing when you came home. I got a website for you. Okay. It has everything. I rewatched all Dragon Ball Z. Well, see, I was buying... <laughs> I bought the uh, Funimation app, so I was watching all... I watched... That one's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. The only thing that makes me mad is um the Dragon Ball Z music, um because Funimation only buys the yeah, Japanese yeah. music. Again, I have a site for you, and you can watch... Um, like the remastered one that like condensed it with different music, okay. or you can watch like the OG one. And I'm like, I'm knee deep. I in want that. the American English, dude. I got you. I'm literally, I am on episode English 73 music. and Freezes in his second form right now. Hell yeah! But it's but it's Bruce Faulkner doing yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. That's what you it's, want. It's the OG. The fact that the fact that you fucking know Bruce Faulkner. God oh, dude, damn it. I just, dude, this is how nerdy I'm. I just on my God drive. Damn it, here, I love you. On my drive here, because it, it was a three day drive. Here. I listened to a podcast. 
where it broke down the differences with every remastered and redistributed Dragon Ball Z. So like in Canada, they had a different um, score. In different parts of the states at different times in the 80s and 90s, they had different scores. But going back to Faulkner, that was like... And they rated them. It was just like it was just like some nerdy podcast. But I yeah. just looked up that episode because again I was just like going through my Dragon Ball yeah, Z phase. Yeah. Re again, again, you know. Because who's the other one? Uh, it's it's Faulkner, and then GT was. Uh, What's I, funny about GT? Like the they hated it. They well, hated the writer never. He didn't write it. He, no, he approved it. He's kind of like George it, Lucas and, and Disney. It's <laughs> the reason why no one counts it as uh, exactly. canon. I can't canon is the canon is the word, right? Like no, canon means like it keeps it within fucking realm, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you, Dragon Ball Z fan. That's crazy. Oh, I fucking love Dragon Ball nice. Z, but but well, GT is like yeah, it's like the it's like the red haired it's a red haired stepchild of Dragon Ball Z. Totally, like, totally. Um, yeah, it got it, it's 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 also the only American, right? Like America, American. Um, it wasn't in Japan, I don't think. Right. Yeah, that's why. It was like the American evolution of Dragon yeah, Ball. Yeah. And the only thing is, though, I love it because it actually advanced characters. It's the only time you see Trunks and fucking uh, Goten not be fucking little kids besides but, this new fucking movie. Why, why did they change his hair color? <laughs> oh, to like the... Yeah. Well, and they make... Tr Trunks is a bitch the whole time. Like, it's either Trunks being a bitch or Gohan being a bitch. Yeah. I don't know why you can't just fucking excel these characters to be like yeah they're all good i mean obviously gohan well, got and his you know power what? Up, i it took me a while because like my one of my roommates was like pretty into dragon ball z2 in college and that super like the newer one like it's honestly it's pretty damn good it was worth watching what the only thing i hate is no blood and and the way they talk like if you go back and hear some of like go like this is the nerdiest we went from this is crazy this is iranian awesome. revolution to fucking <laughs> yeah yeah no shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, um, when they fucking, like, when he's like, uh, you know, if you listen to him talk to Cell and all this shit, it's like, it's actually some pretty cool shit. And then you got him against, uh, Zamasu and fucking whoever, and he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm really, really mad. It's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you yeah. ruined this. But then, like, the actual fight scenes with, like, Jiren and shit, it's sick. Sick The score is pretty fuck. good. So, yeah. yeah. The only thing I hate is, like, everyone's like, oh, now all of a sudden just everybody power-ups. Or like all the enemies are like, oh, we just wish to be strong by the no, Dragon Balls. You know, you that's only can go. You only can go so far with that. For sure. Else, well, Vegeta's still just such a fucking beauty, and his obsession for ramen was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Ramen is like the sick shit. You know, yeah. even like got beers and all that. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of who's the other fucking the music guy. It's is it not Danza? Name. I forgot. I, I Mazda. Couldn't. Fucking, uh, I use, I, again, I've done an intro. I've tried making a bunch of, dude, I've tried so many things to make the show popular, and I've just realized that I just gotta stick with what I can. But one of my intros I did was a bat, or I did a, I did a commercial, um, for a sock company. <laughs> it was a fuck, fuck sock company. Like, um, it, it was called, uh, what the fuck was it? Um, anyways, the, the, <laughs> so the sock had grips on the bottom of okay. the, of the sock. And it actually had individual toe slots so the sock couldn't curl on you. Um, and I'm only a one. I'm, I'm forgetting it. Two, because the guy came on the podcast and then was like, yeah, we'll sponsor your podcast. And then never hit me back for like, can I do a giveaway? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. all this shit. I was like, fuck you, dude. And uh, anyway, I bought a pair. Never fucked in them. But I masturbated in them quite a bit. And <laughs> I'm still a sock guy, to be honest. No, dude, it's pretty sick. Like uh, I, th I could find them, but I can't fucking think of it. But uh I used the like, um, the like uh, when they're catching you up on the series of GT. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I have that fucking. Me I want to find it. Um, That's it was, hilarious. Yeah, dude, it was fucking sick. 
but uh, I, I've had Bruce Faulkner fucking message me back being like, let me check my schedule. And then he never fucking got no. back to me. Hey, at least he got back to you. Dude, the I'm first time. That's that's pretty gnarly. I was pretty pumped about it. Um, and then Mark uh, fucking A. I mean, I'm nerdy. I'm not that nerdy. I no, don't I know. know. <laughs> I am, though. I have, like, nothing. Respect. Respect, dude. I have, like, nothing else going on for me. So, it's uh, Mark Mensa. That's the fucking oh, okay, name. Okay. But I think it's... What the fuck is this? Enhancer on YouTube? Fuck you. Oh, no. YouTube's changing. Is it? Yep. What? Like, where you can't use it? No, no. They're just like... You know how, like, Facebook gets, like, a little platform change every now and then youtube is going through one right now okay so it's gonna you're gonna go back and forth for a few times i do consulting work on youtube so i'm like very much in the know of what's going on there there you go I had, dude i had the the in the background of it that's so or no no it wasn't this one there's like a there was like a tra you know how Dragon Ball has like there's certain songs when it's like transitioning yeah, 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 from yeah. like scene to scene or yeah, something. Yeah. I found one of those and I fucking used it because it didn't have the welcome to the grand to a brand new adventure begins. <laughs> it's crazy that like on on Canadian broadcasting they had a different intro on YTV. I don't know if that was Canada or the states. But anyways, on the states they had a different one, and then in Japan they had a different one too. It was just nuts. No shit. I wonder why the different one in, in fucking... Uh, I think it was just distributing rights, and in the deals, they could control the music. I think, honestly, that, that's what it that's what it was. This is what oh, it was. Oh, yes. That's hilarious. But it, it gets deeper, dude. Uh, that's, this is what it was. Yeah, yeah, when they would be like... Is Trunks going to go? Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. And he got you hyped. He got you hyped. Dude, I'm trying to get uh, the voice of Gohan on here. Um, Dude, that's sweet. I'm, I've, I've been trying to find... But they all do Comic-Cons, and they're actually pretty famous. Yeah, um, yeah. The one guy I tried to find was... Uh, this part. I love this. Um, you remember in Yu Yu Hakusho, the Koryama, the fucking red-haired guy, yeah, the yeah, fox? Yeah. He's on fucking like Facebook just as a regular dude. Oh, and I was like, I was trying to message him, but I got rid of Facebook. But I was, dude, I, yeah, I've tried to find. I want to get into voice acting. I would love to fucking voice act for fucking anime, dude. It'd be sick. Like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh my god, that'd be such a fun job. There's a Minneapolis artist who, uh, when I talked to, he was uh, living in Ohio, but he was out of a Minneapolis band. He would come up here and record. Now he's a rapper. Okay. Or R and B. I don't know what the fuck it is. Loveless. Hip hop artist. L Loveless is the name. And okay. he was talking about um, doing like uh, work like that. And I was like, how the fuck do you get into it? No one tells me how to get into it. It's like, God damn it. Like, I'm, I suppose it is one of those things. It's almost like acting. You got to have uh, somebody who gets calls and be like, oh, we need somebody to act, you know, voice out the thing of a dog or whatever the fuck it's like. Yeah, you record a reel and get a fucking LinkedIn account. <laughs> I know, yeah, I, I, see, this is where like again, I feel bad because it's almost like like I have people come in and then it's like I do a podcast. Like, all right, what do you do? It's like this. Like I just talk, put it on mic, and then send it. Like that's the podcast. Like as early day podcasting as you can get. 
you know now there's, there's and there's nothing wrong with that but there's but this ain't the market that's doing it this is the market that <laughs> needs you to fucking be edited to have you have approved guests to have you have people of stature in your in your podcast if you just have random people it's not gonna fucking work around no here. it's gonna it's gonna be like you just have your loyalists and, and whatnot it's very much like youtube now where you have to you have to title things with good SEO. There's some tips and tricks how to reach people, searchability, all that bullshit, right? Yes. Do you, is that kind of like fake it like you make it? Like, there's I, a lot to of a podcasts. To a certain extent, you can, but at the end of the day, like if if you're not good and the quality isn't good, no one's gonna listen. Let me let me just ask you this real quick, um, because I've I've referenced it a few times on here, and I won't. I'll, I'll make it pretty bland. If your YouTube isn't popping off, is that a pretty telltale sign that like things aren't popping, like it, or what? Like, how does that work? Okay, well, what? Dep- it depends on what your YouTube channel is. Okay, I mean, like, if you just like, give me an example, like, like, are you talking like a review channel, top ten gaming, like, like in what? If you're lane? just posting content to what your content is, and let's say you're getting about fifty views, because I'm gonna stop you right there. Like two months, yeah. YouTube is not a platform where you can just put whatever the fuck you want. Okay, that's what I kind of want. So you have to, and, and you, there's a lot of different lanes, but you have to be in one. So whether it's fucking animals, whether it's cracking people's. You know what I'm like I, internet I, review videos where you're watching reaction tens, shit. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z content, gaming content, fighting content. Like some of my favorite channels oh. are like your fucking your whiskey just hit me again. I was uh, just gonna <laughs> fucking shiver. Oh. It's it's like there's there's a there's a million different lanes. You kind of have to choose one. Now my YouTube channel is a little fucked in the sense that like we are. We throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, but at the same time, it's like we throw a bunch of stuff at the wall within the same lanes, which is probably holding us back, to be perfectly honest, but we do it for fun, so we don't care. So, like, the things we do on my YouTube channel are MMA watch parties, uh, you know, sometimes, like, MMA picks and predictions and fight reaction videos. Everything else, a little bit a little bit more niche. My buddy has a lot of tarantulas, tarantula feedings. We um, he does a lot of fishing, ocean and um, fly fishing. We post a lot of those type of videos, yeah. general vlogs, whiskey and beer reviews, um, and music content where we actually made a series where we go to local bands, which I'm going to continue to do here, which I'm fucking pumped for. And we, we tell them to play a song in one take and we call it one take sessions and we film them live with a pretty nice camera, different than our Sony ZV vlogging cameras, a nice like um, Canon C100. And we'll film that. We'll film them with that. And like our music content popped off like we had this one artist uh, her name's baby blue and she got like over 2000 views first day and like yeah vancouver island you kind of have a playground in that like you can go to a dope spot and like have a really nice background which helps with youtube um but anyways long the short of it, our youtube channel is in a bunch of different lanes but every now and then youtube recognizes that we're still pumping the same content regularly even though yeah. it's vast yeah. and it'll push us every now and then but at the end of the day like youtube is not meant for for you to be like it's not like uh it's it's really not a blog like yeah you can be a vlogger but you have to be a vlogger within a lane like you can use it as your like video diary and that's cool but if you really want to a make some money or get famous or get followers or subscribers whatever build a community you kind of have to play within the rule and like man like on my streams like i'm swearing away i'm drinking beers or whatever but like my buddies tell me he's like look i've looked at the analytics on the streams that you swear less, we make more money. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but, but right, and that's that's the So you thing. have to kind of decide what do you what do you want to use the platform for? But you can't complain when you're like when you're not following the rules to a certain extent 
and your content's bad, right? Like you have to at least get good camera, good content, and then follow the rules to a certain extent. And then hopefully your fan base kind of helps you out. Yeah, okay, I for, for sure. Luck is involved, don't get me wrong. Like, I started doing these uh, one championship watch-alongs versus UFC. The one championship ones get over 20,000 views. The fucking UFC ones get maybe 2,000. Now, maybe it's a saturated market, maybe it's not. It's still, it's like, okay, I found that by just doing a bunch of different things. So you have to try. And you can't, like, get defeated when, you know, Mr. Beast, it took him 10 years to become the best, the richest YouTuber in the world. He was doing shitty gaming content back in, like, 2010. Wasn't, uh, didn't he have somebody else, too? Wasn't Mr. Beast one of these other guys? Who was the other guy he was with? Mr. Beast know. wasn't the, the guy, right? I thought he had a friend. David, uh, what was it, the dude? Oh, da- Dobrik. Do- I, David I Dobrik. They, I don't think they were, again, I don't know too much about this. So don't quote me. I don't yeah. know if they were that linked. He's pretty big too, but I know Mr. Beast is like, he's fucking crushed it, dude. For some reason, I always thought like, uh, I guess in my head when I saw it, I always saw David Dobrik's videos with Mr. Beast in them. A lot and of people like David to bring... Dobrik got in trouble, and then I saw Mr. Beast go up, but I'm also way out of it, so I don't know Again, if I'm, I'm fucking not, listening. I, I don't yeah. know a lot about the YouTube. No, for I, sure. I know a little bit. Like, for uh, sure. I know who's popping right now, and, like, Internet of Jays on the yeah. rise and things like that. Yeah. And, like, a big thing right now on YouTube is, like, talk about the rise and falls of YouTubers. Like, that is its own lane, like I said. And if you can tell a good story, then it's good. But YouTube is constantly evolving, too. Like, back when iDubs ran YouTube, he could say whatever he want within reason. And he was, he wasn't a bad person. He wasn't yeah. a bad human, but like he tiptoed over the line. He was one of my favorites. His bad unboxings were hilarious. His skits were hilarious. He, uh, his content cop series was hilarious. YouTube changed and his stuff wasn't getting monetized anymore. So he had to adapt and eventually he kind of like, he's not really active anymore. YouTube is always going to evolve. And if you want to stay relevant and if you want to actually make money off YouTube, like you have to follow the rules. It's like, it's not, it's independent thing. If you want to be independent and join like some dark web cult shit, I mean, 4chan's still up, I think. I don't think Minnesota's banned 4chan yet. Not yet. No, 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 for sure. <laughs> I banned 4chan from my university. Uh, uh, server, you banned it? Well, like, I was the one who got it banned because I was there chilling on it. And finally the servers are like enough enough. You should get the fuck off this. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Man. I got in trouble. Damn. I got my pee whacked. <laughs> yeah, my PP way. Talk about four chan. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um, that's fucking crazy though. Like, I mean, the thing is, like, I get told like, you know, by enough people who have a pretty decent following here that like I don't do the right thing. It's like I'm not gonna do your shit. Like, I'm not gonna. Well, do what do you sh- want? What do you want, Bobby? Do you want to just chill? Like, I'm having the time of my life just hanging out. Yeah, talking whatever with you. The only thing that sucks is this doesn't grow. The only thing, the only thing but that if could you grow, grow, you have to follow some rules. That's the thing is like, how do I follow rules but have the same show? So you have to maybe sacrifice that a little bit, and then when you get big enough, you can kind of say fuck it because you have the loyal fan base. See, I guess I always felt like if you build up and then you just have the following of people like consistently listening because it's the same thing as opposed to you having the algorithm to hit people. It's like that's that's the hard part. I'm well, really I mean, I'm truly, this way. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm truly trying to do this from like you ground up. Put it, yeah, well, and you know what? I I I would say as someone who's like who works in this industry like do the basic shit like learn, you know, title your stuff a little bit more SEO wise, get art list and, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, Stop playing thing music too, like, over my shit. Um, I, st- I stopped it now, I guess. Well, what, what, I don't even remember. What hosting platform do you use? Uh, Anchor. Anchor. Okay, I use Anchor. Largest pla- yeah, largest so, platform. So in I'm going to tell you right now, you can make money off Anchor. They're not going to monetize you when you have this music, right? No, now. no. So you can join their AdSense right away 
But um, I've also wondered why haven't I gotten a cease and desist yet? And also, one, I'm too small, probably. That's but hundred percent. I was gonna say, but, but also, <laughs> and no, this is no, no. I, well, I'll be the first to admit you. Like, I, I trust me, I've been very open about numbers I've had on here. Um, the one thing that I always thought though was maybe I'm not getting flagged just because they don't want people using it in general. Um, They'll hold it back one hundred percent, a little bit. Like they won't push it. Like sometimes when you go viral, like uh, a site like YouTube or Anchor, or whatever, will like. Or like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called. They'll recognize like, oh, a lot of people have watched this within the hour, within five minutes. Let's push it. Let's give it a little shove because it's people are staying on our platform or they're listening to yeah, our ads yeah, now. Right. Um. Again, I think what would be huge and like these are like little tweaks. Like you're not changing your show if you change the music up to good music that's free to use. Yeah, for sure. Um. Like beef up your description with some keywords. Like even in this conversation, Does the description matter. Yes. Oh shit. And you have to have your title description 100 percent. that's oh, like okay so like little things like and that's yeah, where you see. can hire me as a consultant actually no no you you give me beers next time or uh some of the other stuff we're doing in here <laughs> then, uh, then heroin, i'll do this for heroin. free yeah we're literally just banging heroin Yo. folks that's why we we're late to start <laughs> that's a pack of cigarettes that he's packing right there it's not my heroin pack that i got uh, in the corner no like um, I, and I'll, i'm happy to give you some like tips and tricks like because those are like some basic stuff that i learned on the fly when i was like building a podcast network because it was still yeah it's crazy to think that three years ago it was still like relatively new and now it, it almost feels like everybody has a podcast uh, it's the, like if you're a celebrity you it's part of your 360 like model do you you know like you have an instagram account you have to have a podcast for sure well and i follow i've i've made no bones about it um rogan got me into it and then i followed all the cronies of rogan past that and then you see um I love the uh, the small time podcast. Like that's that's why I haven't cared to like so do a I, bunch of this. I shit. was going to so ask go you. So is Rogan like your inspiration? Like what got you into doing this? For sure, listening to Rogan and Fighter and the Kid. Um, fuck Brendan. No, Shaw. but listen, the first when oh. we talked about this, the first hundred episodes is maybe one of the best podcasts that have ever been released. Have you ever gone back and listened to it? I've. I, I, I know Brendan Schaub's a fucking fag, but. Sorry, I'll say I'll say it. I'm, I'll say it. But he's I didn't hated. say it. He's, like, he's, <laughs> he's fucking hated in the comedy world, in the MMA world. He's made enemy, enemies. But that when he was fighting and in the podcast, it is some of the best content you will ever fucking it, find. Put it this way, it's not my thing. But did hey, you they're still around. I've, did, I listened to the first ten episodes. I was just like, oh. okay, oh, okay. So you did listen to earlier episodes because that's yeah. that's more raw podcasting than when they got to Fox. When they got to Fox. It all went fucking downhill. Hey, I respected him as a fighter. I just, I just don't think he's that good. He's, he's, he's a fucking asshole. I could do better jobs he's, than him. He's the reason <laughs> I stopped listening to the podcast, one hundred percent. But, but like them having Chris D'Elia, I know that's even a thing. But Chris D'Elia and having Brian Callen talk about the time he ate Korean barbecue buffet and couldn't make it past a block from his house, ran back to his house and had to shit at his front gates. Go into his house and go. I'm gonna tell you as my wife. Do not go out and look at what I did in the backyard. And she goes, now you know I have to go back there and, and look, look at, at what you now. did yeah, yeah. because you said that. And then she came back in and was like, I'm utterly fucking disgusted at the person you are for doing that in our lawn. <laughs> and his dog the whole time is chained up at the front of their oh. gates because he had to go, I can't bring this dog with me to my backyard to shit. Now, I'm, I'm a... I'm a fucking worker. I'm, you know, I'm a construction worker. Blue collar. I'm laughing my fucking ass no, off, yeah, and yeah. that was like my whole thing, dude. I was like, hell yeah, anything and, that and makes fair me enough, laugh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like but that's where I found Joey Diaz. Sorry, not to cut you off. No, no, no. But that's where I, I didn't listen to Joey Diaz on Rogan. I listened to Diaz on Diaz from Fighter and the Kid. Then I went to Rogan. Oh, okay. Found fucking Rogan with Diaz, and I was like, the fuck is this? This is like hearing my dad talk in the fucking garage. 
And Diaz is amazing. Yes, and he's that's, my favorite out of all. Of them. I fell in love. Yeah, I fell in love. I him like and him Tom Segura. Him and Tom Segura, I fell uh, in love with. So I, I thought Tom was black. Ah, dude, I saw and dude, Ari's fucking. I saw Ari Shafir. Um, he came out today. Oh shit! I saw him live. Did in, you in, in here? No, in Edmonton. Oh uh, fuck yeah! Years ago, years ago, okay. I smoked weed with him. That's fucking sick. Yeah, so he was talking. We were like, man, this is like West Edmonton, right before the Mac Miller concert. So when Mac Miller came out with Blue Slide Park in 2011, his first studio album. Okay. Um, he came. He was coming to West Edmonton Mall, and before we pre-gamed at fucking Hooters, of course, 18 years old. What up? Uh, and went to oh, Ari yeah. Shafir. Got and he was like talking to like you know like you know older fans or whatever, and we're like, hey Ari, you want to smoke this weed, bro? And he's like. Fuck you! I'm gonna go smoke with these high school kids. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking sick. We go outside West End. We we light up with Ari Shafir, which was hilarious. And we like he gave us like t- we hung out for like 20 minutes. It was hilarious. Told him like how we got into his podcast through Rogan, whatever. And then went and saw Mac Miller after. So that was a fun, that was a fun fucking weekend. But. You know he used to hide edibles in the Mall of America. When he would do shows there, he would go on Rogan. He would then tell people, "I'm gonna hide uh, fucking this in uh, somewhere in the Mall of America, but underneath the plant. It. Go find it and come it's to amazing. my show and tell me you found it." That's a ma- Easter egg Dude. hunt for Ari Shafir. Uh, he just his special hits today. I need to. I li- watch I'm it gonna now. watch it after you leave. Dude, the story of him going on like some like it was like some tree fort like adventure, where you're, like climbing all these ladders and shit, and he like got food poisoning the night before. And there's people behind him, like, <laughs> face to his ass. And he's literally, like, dripping from his fucking draws. Like, man, like, the way he told that story was just Eddie, insane. Ari has the shittiest, like, the bloodiest asshole also because he has hemorrhoids. Oh, so God. it's just, like, a rumors of, like, Ari being, like, look at, t- look at this picture. And it's just a, a fucking, it's a toilet bowl full of blood. And they'll just be, like, or, a ra- <laughs> or, like, a wipe of blood. And he'll just be, like, yeah, this is normal. Poor Ari. Okay, well, now it makes sense now given, like, you know, your your vibe then here, then that's where your inspiration is. Me with sports media, man. Like, so maybe that's why I always have, like, my professional goggles on. But it was it was the the local radio in Vancouver for sports. And, like, I was I was blessed. I was spoiled. Like how I said you guys are spoiled to have Russo here for hockey. Yeah. I was spoiled to have Don Taylor, Matt Sakaris, Blake Price, um, Bob Marjanovic, like I had absolute legends, man, who were like, we'll go down to some of Canada's greats all in one market, all in one radio, all under one roof. Yeah. So I like, I fell in love with just how they did radio. Cause it was so unique. It was so and, and, like, I haven't found like, I, I like, I like K fan. Don't get me wrong. Nothing. I was just going to ask you if you've heard of K fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I actually listened to them. I listened to initials. Now, what do you listen to? Oh, oh, so you listen to Power The Trip. Morning Show. Yeah. Okay. Of course. I listened to that two hours earlier back home Pacific time. So I was like, I listened to that on my app live. Like, yeah. Fucking four or five in the morning, sometimes Pacific time. I, I love that show. But, and, and it's not even biased, man, because they talk Canucks in, in Canada, whatever. They were awesome. And the radio station got shut down. My dream was to someday work there. So that got crushed. And they were the inspiration for me to get into podcasts. Now, radio was dying, and it is dying. So, like, I will never probably make money off radio. I w- if I was offered a job, I would do it. But let's be honest. Like, they they all have retirements from their settlements. I'm never going to get that. Yeah. So, my business partner and I, at the time, we did a radio show locally um, about Vancouver Canucks, uh, about hockey, comedy. We got stupidly good ratings for a local radio station. And that was the inspiration for our podcast. So the pod, we were doing the podcast simultaneously while doing the radio show. The radio show was no cursing or whatever because it was radio. But we had a lot more 
fun and reach from the radio station. Then we had our podcast was almost like the unfiltered version, an hour yeah. and a half long. Like what true. most people do for Patreon now is is like that's their unfiltered so, fucking. So we whatever. had four hours probably of content every week, two hours that we just yeah. pull from the radio station on our podcast feed and do, and we built this fucking sweet community. And while a year into that, we had two years on the radio station, three years of the podcast, but in the set in the third year of the podcast, second year of the radio station, we built the hockey podcast network and that became our full-time job. I dropped out of school, went full-time with that. And yeah, man, we built a fucking pretty sweet thing. Jesus Christ. Went on to football. So that's where Vince is involved with the pigskin podcast network basketball. We made a basketball division. When do you make the degenerate, uh, like uh asshole division where I can join? Well, that, I mean, that's what this is right now. I actually <laughs> left. I left the company. I helped start in uh, July, which was right. honestly one of the catalysts for me to move out here. I wasn't really tied down to managing Hundreds of people and, you know, managing podcast networks. And it gave me some freedom to kind of be creative again, which I feel at the end of the day, like I'm an artist. Uh, I used to, like I said, full circle. I used to draw when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, then you made actual cabinetry or, or not made, but you finished cabinetry. Yeah, yeah. Very much where, the artsy side of, yeah. of blue collar work, artsy, right? Yeah. Um, I, I was a musician when I lived in Calgary. Um, I'm still a musician to this day, though I'm, you know, I need to get back. You asked me earlier if I could get back into a sport, would I be good in a year? I could get back into music and in maybe like three months of training and, st- and tour again. Fuck yeah. So I was very much into music. And tour again? Hold on there. Hold on. We'll pause that. A tour <laughs> again. Uh, All right. Tour to Alberta a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Hell yeah. My, I can show you some music before I leave. My, I'm on the internet. Uh, but my, my actually, the, the, the co-creator of my YouTube channel, the City Light Project, he kept doing it. He has a few, he has two solo albums and with his ba- two bands, after we were playing music together in Calgary, he had, I think, a total of four other studio albums. So he kept doing music, which was which is really cool. And that's why there's like a little bit of music on our channel, too, because that's kind of our bread and butter. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So and then, you know, when the music dream kind of failed, I went to school, eventually found sports media. And here we are. Spilt the company, left the company. Fuck yeah. Had a, got a like settlement. And here I am. That's bad. At, what do you uh, I don't even, hold on? I don't know if I can even talk about it, but like... I was going to say. It wasn't the cleanest break, but like everyone's good. And honestly, I'm happier than ever. So there's there's the the Coles notes, as we say in Canada. There you go. Well, do this. Okay, I got to take a piss because I'm a bitch. Um, Do you want me to pause it or do you want to do plugs where you plug everything the fuck you got? It's going to take me about a minute to fucking piss. All right, go. I'll I'll plug away. And I mean, you can always... You don't edit, so I guess this is just going to be there regardless. I, I can edit. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, I'm actually going to time his piss Because I'm looking at the fucking Time right now um, Again, for any of you guys listening uh, the, City Life Pro- the City Life Project Channel on YouTube Go check it out That's uh, what I'm putting my heart and soul into right now On the YouTube side And then podcasts, if you dig my vibe I mean, it's this and more On the Soda Pod um, Whether you're a beer fan Whether you're a fan of the Minnesota Wild Minnesota Wild prospects, the NHL at large, or even a little bit of Vikings as, you know, I make some sucker bets every week, Tuesday on Straight Hash Homie, where we do teaser bets, which are, again, the, the most sucker, fucking sucker bets out there. It's a lot of fun. I'm it, It's kind of fun, too, because my co-host is kind of getting me into the NFL, so it's, uh, hey, if you're a diehard NFL fan, you might just scoff at it, but if you dig our vibe, like I said before... Check it out. The Soda Pod Raver Gator podcast from Rate and Review, iTunes, the whole nine yards. All right, we hit the minute mark. I haven't heard the flush yet. <laughs> um, and again, yeah, if you're an MMA fan, you'll dig the City Life Project YouTube channel as well as music because, uh, yeah, man, 
totally into the music. And I'm hoping, and if you're listening, if you're a musician here in Minnesota, give me a shout out on Twitter and, or the City Light Project YouTube channel because we want to we want to continue our one take session um, series and we want to do it also in Minnesota. Uh, my buddy Kyle banked, I think, five more videos from this band called From the Earth that I'm posting the first one. I don't know when this podcast airs, but tonight. So it will be out there probably when you check out this channel. And then again, I want to film artists, musicians here in Minnesota as well. If you have a PA, I got some good mics that we can plug into my camera. If not, then like acoustic is good too. So uh, there we go. Fuck yeah, dude. I worked in radio. I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> well, dude, that's like the joke. That, like, I need a producer for this show. I could I could one hundred percent run this show if there was somebody here to ask me questions about shit off of. My solos are terrible. I'd rather kill myself. It's you know? it's tough, man. It's funner when you have someone. It's sure. one hundred but the here the thing is though, when I've whenever I've done a you know, hey, I'm looking for a producer, I get like I'm not good at podcasts, bro. I'd give it a shot. It's like okay. Well, why but, are you even answering? That's like it's and then they get mad about it. It's like, yo, like I'm I'm not even I don't even need somebody who's like I'm not exciting. It's like, like have you used GarageBand before? <laughs> come no no dude literally the producer thing is like the easiest thing of the show is like we don't produce. <laughs> he press start. The only thing it, to produce is be like can we talk? Like yeah, what yeah. can we talk about? Are you open to talk about fucking what Kanye said? Okay, that's a whole episode in three fucking quarters of what I've tried to do. You know, especially like, if like the producer falls into kind of more of like the timid role, because then it would kind of fit like the shtick, right? That's what I'm going for. I dude, there's this kid named Leon, uh, who I painted with, came in. Guy was from religious schools, going to a religious college. I was like, bro, do you want to produce my podcast? He's like, I've never produced before. I was like, I don't need you to produce. You're a virgin. You don't know shit. I was like, dude, I can have you come on, and the best bit in the world would be like. What what do you know about Tartaria? And he's like nothing. It's I, his voice was, hey Bobby. It's like dude, you would be the best producer in the world to fuck up and like get fucked up and be like, yo, have you ever heard about like the self sustaining uh, society of Tartar- of Tartaria? Oh, you haven't? Okay, let's, let's talk get about into it. it. Yeah, yeah, dude. And just fuck his world up, you know? Or be like, have you ever thought about Moses like fucking a fat like smoking a fat joint on the fucking, you know, and on top what, of the mountain? And that's what cleared the sea. That's what that's what no, that's not what cleared the sea, but that's what how he spoke to God. Like oh, okay. a lot of uh um shrooms, um uh Greece had an entire cocktail that like they had uh philosophers come out and fucking uh like cleanse their bodies for months to to get ready to go do on this like acid trip essentially well, cultures of fucking acid was what they found and they would go shroom themselves out and think of the afterlife and prepare themselves after coming back to be like this is what I'm going to do when I die so Dude, like I love all that mushrooms shit. Mushrooms are infused with especially the Old Testament 100%. Dude, I mean, you're a Joe Rogan fan. There's you've a whole heard, You've heard the fucking episodes. I'm a, I'm a whole big fan of I think religion. Today's like natural religion of like Christianity, Catholicism, you get into all that shit. I definitely think that that's man-made and that your your ability to reach God, if there is a God, I don't believe in a God, but if there is one, it's through shrooms or psychedelics. Or music, in my opinion. Music too. can be too. So everyone put it this and like I actually funny enough, in school, um, I originally was gonna be a social worker and then uh okay. then that got real. It was just like I did some practicums, like some work, you know, and I was like, Holy fuck, I can write papers about this, but when you're working with, you know, in 
entrenched youth or you have to help remove kids from, you know, families on, you know, indigenous reserves that are like really can't take care of their kids, but it's not, they're like, it's fucking tough. It's, I brought it home with me and to be a good, so like you can't, right? Yeah. So I pivoted to, uh, whatever would get me out of university quick as possible, which I took some media classes, fell in love with sports media. Communications. Yes. And then, (laughs) and then actually what got me, what was going to get me originally before I started the company and ended up just dropping out of school was religious studies. So like I've, I've gone hard in the paint. I've learned a lot of religious studies, huh? So I know, I know a decent amount. I'm I'm an asshole. I, you know, I got confirmed, uh, you know, Lutheran is like, uh, is that a big thing for you? I was Lutheran. <laughs> Not me personally, but I, well, no, I, I, I am familiar. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know if Canada has Lutheran or if it's oh, some man. asshole Canada's fucking thing. Canada's hardly secular, too. Ontario, you get, I think. If your kids go to Christian school, like Christian private school, you get a tax break, but not for any other religion. So Damn. anyone, anybody who says the Canada's secular until they change that shit, Ontario's still Christian as shit. Damn, that's crazy. So Lutheran is like this kind of old school, like um, supposedly the story is, you know, the Bible was written for Catholics and, and fucking, uh, you know, you had a translator of the Bible. That was your pastor. Right. And... Martin Luther fucking rewrites the Bible so everybody can fucking read it. Nah, whatever. I don't believe. I, I'm going through uh, history. Uh, well, I'm, well, I'm going through fucking uh, Sunday school, which is what you know. That's what yep. they called it, and then fucking confirmation with the belief that I don't believe in God that they're talking about. And so it was a pretty fun experience. But yeah, I grew up in a religious home too. There you but, go. But Persian based. It was okay. a different religion. Not, for for not, sure. It was uh called the Baha'i Faith, actually, which is like the newest world religion, like two hundred and some years old, but it was like a a and I'll say it is a better strand inspired by Islam, but like all the shitty things that are in Islam, like Baha'i fixed. <laughs> okay, like not all the anti women shit and all that. Yeah, it's very much like a more pro it's very culture. Much modern. Like I don't have any gripes with my family, I just let them do their thing, sort of thing. Whereas okay. like if like I had some hardcore any other religion. I'd probably have some issues. I got you. Some of my American family, actually, we have a little bit of issues, but that's okay. That's okay. There you go. Do you know what confirmation is? Y- yes. <laughs> so, like, do you know, or like, uh, what is it? I've never partake. What, what is it when you eat the uh, Eucharist and the fucking, you drink the wine? What is that? That's the fucking, uh, the fuck is that? It's, it's not confirmation. There's like, when you eat the... You eat this little bread piece and you dip it in fucking wine and that's supposed to be your fucking like, like the wine communion. That, that's yeah, what communion. it is. The wine that Jesus drank and like yeah. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I love that. Um, I fucking had a, you know, they, they let you fucking make your own cup, your own chalice for your first communion. And at the time, Wild and Out was big and deal. So oh, yes. I had Pimp Cup written on my chalice oh, my with handmade marker diamonds. And I said, I put a in front of the whole in front of the whole church. I drank from a chalice that said "Drink here" with an arrow pointing to it, where That's I would amazing. drink. Dude, I didn't take any That's of it amazing. serious. I took none of it serious. Oh, but, that's funny. Oh, dude, that's uh, it's it's one of my favorite things to be like, um. You know, like when I first the earlier episodes, I definitely wanted to get into like how people feel about God because I would definitely be like, I don't think any of it's real. I think, you know, and now I'm on some farther shit, some shit that probably would be like people would be like, get the fuck out of here, you you dumbass. But like, I don't know, man, like I'm on a belief right now not to get weird. This whole podcast, again, this is where I love this podcast because they'll go wherever. We went from like fucking Dragon Ball Z and now we're talking about communion. Hell yeah. No, dude, I'm on a whole belief of like uh, supposedly. Christianity was made up from the Greeks to fool the Romans, get them all fucked up on a whole different path, 
and not understand how to reach the, the afterlife because they were pissed. And I was like, ooh, you start getting into that, like, uh, you know, the the pyramids shoot you to Orion's belt, and that's where you start your, like, path of, like, the, the ever-ending, like, whatever is past this life. I'm into that shit, bro. Like, Dude, I, that, that's, I mean, you could go down a fucking wormhole. With I love that. I, and that's what I want to. I want to get people on here who are, like, people of statue, but talk about shit they're not, like, ready to. Like, I've had people on, but, like, I have to ask them the sports questions. I have to ask them. I, want, I don't think you've asked me one sports question other than like I would, MMA. I don't. I have my whole my whole studio is like, oh, he's a sports fan. I am, but it's all decor. It's more or less like I want to know you. I want to talk about some weird shit that I think about. See how you feel about. It. I want to know who you are. You know, the music background, the fucking religious background, being Persian, all that shit's cool as fuck to me. Like it's sweet, man. I like I'm a talker, so like we've gone. A few different ways. Yeah, I love it's it. crazy. Dude, there's a DNA test behind you from me thinking I had a kid <laughs> and I zero paternity test, man. I dude, I do it all, man. I it's 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 it Miller Clear. Miller Clear was a beer in 90, 91 and ninety two that okay. Mi- Miller beer made a fucking clear beer that you could drink. And too many people were putting it in water bottles and thermoses, oh, and they sorry. fucking they said no, no, we need to make it look like beer again. I mean, but yet there's still vodka. That's very true. No, dude. This when, whole- I, when I used to go to, because I again huge music guy, so when I used to go to concerts, especially outdoor ones, where like you know, you have to have a sealed water bottle to bring it in, right? But yeah. You could bring in water, especially in the summer. Okay. Dude, I was one of the, like the early like you like how to YouTube hacks. I remember taking my fucking Dasani or Evian bottles and boiling some water dipping the, the the lid in it it expands a little bit and you I mean some people have done this with like lighters and stuff but you run the risk of burning the top and you can just pop that sucker off without uh twisting it we'd we'd put like a like oh she here's my canadian again a liter of water a we put a liter of fucking uh of vodka inside a whole like water bottle and just pop the cap back on boom drink for free at the festival or, or damn concert. have you seen the people who bury their bottles no, will bury their shit. Like I week, haven't, but that's I respect that. That's weeks funny. before and then that's, pin it. that's fucking awesome. That's dude. good too. But what I'd if you're like you're that. too fucked up doing that? Because I imagine like you're smoking the hippie lettuce while you're like doing that. Oh, for sure. I would forget where it is, dude. Well, they say they say the fun thing about smoking pot is uh, like you can go two years of smoking full time and then be satisfied that you can finally make like a peanut butter sandwich <laughs> while high. Like it is very funny to hear about people be like, yeah, the first time I went out in public, obviously like you smoke and you're like, <sighs> you know, then eventually you're like, oh, nobody fucking notices. Yeah. Like, you know, as long as you're not sitting there going. Doing high shit, you're fucking fine. Or smell. Because, yeah. like, you know, there, there, there's some apparatuses where it make you a little bit more stinkier. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you gotta, you dab. Even dabs don't stink, No, though, I just right? mean, like, you just, like, smoke a blunt. Like, you just smell, like, tobacco. It stinkers. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, though. Everyone, like, you know, you'd be surprised by how many people are like, why do I smell like pot? It's like, are you smoking blunts? Because all it is is just, it's sitting it's on, on your, your hand, hand, and then it just lingers on you. It's like, exactly. it's no different than you being a cigarette smoke smoker. Yeah. yeah, exactly, dude. Yep, or a fucking cigar or whatever. God damn, man! You'd um, like you would like Canada. You'd like BC. I'm sure. I'm sure I will. Oh, BC heard... is pretty much it. BC is very like the culture the comedy here and festivals. everything. It's very much like Minnesota. The comedy festival. What is it? Is it Montreal or BC that has Montreal like has the the big the, ones. the big just one? Just for laughs. There's one. Yeah, just for laughs is the one I know. I've heard of. They supposedly uh, there's a room you can go into uh, during one of those shows that the room is downstairs in a basement room and everyone is smoking and it is the biggest hot box you'll ever fucking have and i was like bro i'd go into that shit okay i got a question for you you have you ever seen the show kenny versus spenny 
Yeah, what explain it to me? I know the name, Kenny versus Spenny. So it's it's basically it's two guys who live in a house and they do a competition. And the competition can be like who can stand the longest, who can wear a dead octopus on their head the longest. Never seen the show, but I know the name. Okay, go okay. on. You have to f- hey, like it's all on YouTube. So there's homework for you, Bobby. There Watch you that show. Bobby. So the next time the next time I come back on this, we're we're watching or we're talking I about it. I do like that you're already saying you're coming back on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, oh, 100%. That's awesome. I my last day in Canada before I moved, you know, caught the fucking five AM ferry to Vancouver and then drove my ass out here. I went to watch them at a live show. Now they're a lot older. They're like in their sixties now. They're in their like thirties when the show came out, or even like forties, which makes the show even crazier. And man, like that is a brand of comedy that I haven't seen before. So again, humble plugs and homework. Watch the show and check out. I I f- filmed and posted a lot of the highlights from the live show on my channel. Yeah. I feel like you will love this shit, man. I feel like it's your brand of comedy. I feel like you're going to get inspired by Kenny Hotz. And I feel like it's going to maybe even like give you, I don't know, an extra gear. I would love forward. it. Because he, ins- he inspired me. I feel like that show is one of the greatest shows of all time. Because yeah, it's crass. It's not for everyone. I get it. But like it was early YouTube before YouTube was a thing. It was early. It, it was almost... <sighs> It's like almost like an off-brand of Jackass, but different than Jackass. It's so incredible because within their competitions, if you the one who loses has to do a humiliation. And this show, CBC used to have it, our Canadian broadcast company. Yeah. And they used to air it before like the 6 o'clock news, which made it even more controversial because some of the humiliations are savage, dude, are absolute savage. Like the crew has to throw up on you and you have to take it sort of thing. Like savage shit like very that. Very O&A. Have, have you heard O&A? Yes, yes, yes. Very much like that. God damn it, Isha. You're welcome <laughs> back on this fucking podcast so, anytime you so want. So there's brother. your homework. Kenny versus Spenny. Dude, like, you're going to text me later and be like, dude, I fucking love this show. Literally, like, on YouTube, Kenny Hotz has every episode on his YouTube channel. So okay. you can go check it out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love the artists, too, that, like, give all of their shit on the YouTube being like, yo, just take me in. Yeah. Go for it. Who YouTube gives a keeps fuck? banning him. Yeah, if he has one more strike, he says he's going to have to post it on a website. But, like, it's all there for now. Like, you're going to watch show and be like, how the fuck was this on Canadian TV? Fuck and yeah. I still ask that to this day. I'm like, how the fuck is this on was this on canadian tv it's no. insane are you uh what the fuck is tom green you big tom oh green i guy? love tom green well tom green was uh he worked he helped in i think the first season he helped write not write the script because it's unscripted but helped produce and then two seasons in they did independently and then season three to six i think they had matt and trey from south park oh uh, okay and it was the only other show that matt and trey have ever produced was kenny versus spinning is this like uh the fuck's the move what's the show with uh john john riley um, God damn it! It's like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley on a fucking late night it's, uh, it's adult not, swim. It's not even close, dude. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking yeah, about. yeah. The the fucking uh, God damn it. Okay, so I get you. I get you. It's its own thing. More you, crass humor or what? Oh, dude, yes. Okay. Like Kenny Haas is, is obsessed with Hitler. Oh, even fuck yeah. That's that's fucking hilarious. And he's like, dude, just I. It's hard for me to explain it because it's so fucked. It, it's just like when you watch it, we can talk about it. But yeah, like, yeah, I, for like, sure, dude. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. Like we've gotten to know each other a little bit in the few hours I've been here. You're gonna fucking love this shit. Like, <laughs> has it been a few hours, dude? It must be, dude. Where hour, are we at? Hour and a half is damn, what we're in for damn. recording. But I feel like we were like talking like for an hour. Before Hell yeah, recording, so. we were. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. That's the downfall. I always feel bad when people come in because it's like some of the best conversation is if I threw a mic right in your face, we'd have <laughs> it. But it's like I sometimes I got to get to know you. Like even though yeah, we yeah. know each other, it's like I'd rather be a person before I am like, here's this. I need this content. It's yeah. like, you know, now granted, it gets pretty easy when you're used to the mic. I'm used to the mic. But some people aren't when they come in. No, yeah, they're new. And they need or that they're, hour. they're used to it on 
Zoom or whatever because that the last two years with fucking oh, COVID sure. and all that bullshit, it's been that's been how people have been creating content. I mean, I did a shit, man. I lived in fucking Vancouver Island. All the soda pod has been remote until yeah, now. And right. now every Sunday, Hoppy and I hit up fucking Quick Trip. With by the way, fuck Tim Hortons. Quick Trip is where it's at. I don't know if I ever can live without Quick Trip ever again. Spicy chicken sandwich, bro. Have Dude, you had it? I had. Yeah, I did actually. But uh, my favorite is the breakfast stuff and those fucking like tater tot sticks. Like the potato breakfast okay. sticks. Oh, okay. My, oh, and the mac and cheese bites dipped in marinara sauce. Oh, man. The fact you can get all that food for under $10, it blows my fucking mind. Are you sponsored by Quick Trip yet? No, because, God dude, damn it, but I wish I was. Hell yeah. I tag them all the time and like, oh my God. So anyways, oh, now, you had now that we waffle have, breakfast sandwich. I've had, I've had everything. Had everything? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, waffle not, the uh, waffle fried chicken fucking sandwich, dude. That's bomb I haven't had shit. that yet. I had the the rib sandwich was a dollar thirty nine last night. Okay, fucking solid. Yep, my buddy eats that. So that's that's a big hit up when me and my buddy who uh, we run the business together. Uh, if we're near a quick trip, that's our launch. It's, Just because it's you can. So good. It's like it. Yeah, it's cheap, but it's so good for the price that so you can't beat it. Very true. Anywhere. Have you been to like? I feel like you need to go to Wawa. I don't know what that is. Now, see, here's the thing. Wawa is like, people try to be like, oh, yeah, we have a quick trip. Quick trip ain't shit, supposedly. Okay. Dude. I'm supposedly bold When here. you look into this now, when you look into this and, and, and you figure out if you like a Wawa or you want to go to a Wawa, I would be game to take, uh, again, Are self, they in the some self. No, no. They're, that's they're the, down that's south. That's my gripe with, with quick trip. It's not in the city. They're down. Well, that's because you can see that there's a... Big circle of where where Quick Trip goes. We ain't going into that yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. spot. But anyways, if you ever want to do a thing about like gas station food, <laughs> Wawa is the place where like you can get a Philly cheesesteak. You can get cinnamon rolls. You can, it's almost like have you gone to a Casey's yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Casey's is kind of like I guess I guess I'd almost say Casey's is almost better than a, a Quick Trip only because they make the food like right in back and you can watch them you can them. call quick trip and tell them to make you something they'll do it yes very true very true i see that i and, see and that then i'm gonna tell them to put mac and cheese bites in my next sandwich. have you had casey's pizza yet no i would i would have a casey's pizza because then you realize oh they actually make it like in fucking store okay, okay. you know like like i've had the pizza from quick trip it's good not bad I've if you're if you're cold oh again the thing about quick trip it's like it's so fucking cheap it's, it's like, convenient th- like the bar is, is so low at that price and quick trip is like a head it's like uh, it's surpassed passes it so it's like that's my thing it's like man i can get like three items for, for eight bucks yes let's go you are a content man it, when you are ready to make the trip for wawa i would i, dude, would, I will film a vlog of it and i'll, I'll post it on my I would, city life I would, channel i would love to because dude i got a minivan with low miles on it i would <laughs> <laughs> let's do it gas dude, is cheap here fuck it dude yeah you're not paying by the leader here dude, um, eight dollars a fucking gallon where i'm at they right don't want home. you there they don't want no. you driving no Fuck no. Damn, man. They anyway. want you in, in those uh, electric vehicles. Dude, hold on. Where's the closest Wawa? Just not saying tonight, <laughs> tonight, but I'm just but saying. See, next time I come out here, I'll stop, bring bring some Wawa. I'm saying we could easily plan this shit. No, we will. I actually, I want to do like top. Let's do that. Let's make like a top five gas station foods in Minnesota and we'll make a vlog out of it. I need more vlog content. My, my uh, the co-creator of the YouTube channel, he's been on. He's been on. He's like the last few vlogs I've edited. He's done the fishing content. He's done the tarantula content. I've done one. Mind you, I did just move. And I'm a little busy. But right. I'm totally down to do that. Dude, just let me know. I'm we'll get two to... birds stoned at once. We'll do that. Then we'll eat and do a podcast. 
Oh, see, okay, yeah. Wawa convenience stores. It's like in Philadelphia is like the closest place. <laughs> Shit. Well, South Spice, I guess. South Spice would be the one you want to know because Sal loves Wawa. Okay. And that might even be the bigger thing. Dude, I'd be game. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever interacted with Sal on social. I've she's awesome. She's Vikings, been on the Vikings podcast, right? She's been on the podcast a few times. I think she's believe uh, believe in believe in, network. Uh, believe in podcast. I th- my, is that the one? My former competition. Now, hey, believe if you want to jo- if you need a uh, someone to to work for you. Oh, there you go. Up. You're trying to work for the enemy. <laughs> I feel that. Hell yeah, man. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. No, dude, she's she's a big Wawa fan, so I, okay. we should we should. De- I'll I'll start something here. We'll figure it out to where like maybe we can make this a, a pretty good content for Wawa. That would be fun because she's been reaching out trying to get Wawa to fucking. We'll do a little like quick trip versus Wawa, and we'll make some fucking content. Dude, I'd be game. I'd be game to start off meeting eating your meal with Quick Trip, then getting to fucking Wawa, not eating. Ha- no, well, see, that's the thing. I I guess we'd have to leave it at like. A 24-hour period or yeah, something, yeah, or 12-hour yeah. period. Maybe, maybe you haven't eaten for 12 hours, then you have Quick Trip, then we leave for our fucking yeah, thing, yeah. then we have 12 hours before we eat Wawa, we stop eating, then we eat Wawa for 12 hours, like and then we 12 say, 12 hours the to get there anyways if it's in Philly. So it's fucking far, yeah. But it'd be sick, though, man. Ah, oh, dude, that'd be sick. Uh, dude, the whole thing is like, um, kind of how you were saying, like, what do I want to do to grow this podcast? I almost want to do nothing but just keep interacting with podcasts of, like, other stature, of, like, people who just want to have fun. Like, maybe my podcast might not bring you the most follows, but also gives you the most freedom to do content to where it's like, we can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I'm game. Like, we can prank call people and I'll, hello, this is Bob. I'm the, trying. The fucking Schwarzenegger soundboards that were on E-Bombs World back in the day. Hell yeah, dude. Like, that'd be the shit. Like, I'm, well, the fact that it's like, I'm always trying to do, like, voices and shit. So, it's like, I'd be game. If you told me to, like, work on an Irish voice for, like, a week, I'd be like, I, I bet you I could bring you something. Be Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that guy? fucking gif slash meme of all time. Right? Or, or the fucking, uh, what is it? When uh, he's like... I would like to take this chance to apologize <laughs> to absolutely no one. <laughs> absolutely no one. The double champ does whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, it's man. like, oh my god, dude. I was dating a chick who was a squirter at the time, <laughs> and her and her fucking brother was into that shit. So I went over there, and her boy, her her bro- brother was all fucking excited, and I came over excited, and he thought I was excited because fucking Nate Diaz won, and I was like, no, I'm excited because I'm gonna make your sister swear later. <laughs> but yeah, Nate Diaz can beat the fuck out of Connor all he wants, dude. Yeah, <laughs> hell, hell yeah. yeah. No. Um, I think we'll see them fight one more time before we die. You dude. think so? Yeah, I think whether it's in boxing or some fucking just hybrid. Now, do you know Dunna? BKFC. We're gonna see them fight in bare knuckle FC. Oh, do you know? Do you know Dunna at all? No. So Dunna Corby, the fucking no shit. No 10, 10k hasn't fucking adjointed you guys yet. I mean, like I I know some people at 10k, but mostly just like the owners and the hockey guys. So Dunna is a guy who works for Mirror Fighting out of Dublin. Okay. And Donna is like legit. He's had Jake Paul follow him on Instagram. Oh shit. Um, he's he's in Ireland. So when Connor is at these, uh, uh, you know the Irish fucking uh, court system yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. shit. Donna is outside going, Connor, Connor, Connor. Do you have anything to say? And that's hilarious, uh, dude. So Donna pops up on spaces. I need to merge you fuckers yeah, because dude, I meet this guy. dude, Donna is the sickest is he on fucking Twitter? yeah. Donna oh, yeah. Corby, dude. I'll, I'll, okay, yeah, dude. He's the sickest motherfucker. Okay. He's so funny. When ten, he was just in town with ten k, um, and uh, and the dude is just fucking hilarious. Like, fucking. Anytime you talk Minnesota Vikings, he gets this, he gets this like 
uh, like he doesn't care about him, but he's like, oh yeah, the f- Kirk Cousins is fucking amazing, dude. Like <laughs> he just buys into it without even knowing shit. Love it's it. the perfect bit. But uh, dude, you guys would love each other because Sweet. like he's a great MMA guy to follow. Um, he's got inside shit. He's one of the only MMA guys I actually read the articles when I see him. Okay. Uh, pop up on Twitter. So, um, dude, for sure, fucking interact yeah. with that guy. That'd I'll get. Awesome. Uh, I'll I'll tweet his fucking at least one status or something to you. Sweet. But uh, That'd yeah, dude. Sick. Um, we had him on, or I had I was talking to him on Spaces and like, cause every now and again I'll I can't sleep. I'll hop on Space at like three o'clock in the morning. Well, it's fucking. Dude, I know because I'm. It, it, I remember you always did. And it was like it was pretty late Pacific time, but like I was like shit, man. Like it's already like twelve one, and like Bobby's still going fucking hard. Oh. When spaces first started, dude, I'd stay up till three AM, wake up at six and go to work. Dude, we um, had a, we had a pretty good fucking thing going for a little while. People brought politics and then people started getting real fucking, yeah. you know, COVID y into it. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, you know, I'm not a guy who's like obviously like I'm not the most like let's listen to the government person of all time. So like I, I would just start interacting with people and then it's like just the way people would interact with you back with not following like what's morally sound from what fucking care 11 tells you i mean people would just treat you different and i was like go fuck yourself like if you want to fucking act like that go ahead i'm not gonna change you know same way i run my podcast you can do whatever the fuck you want you want to be a nazi go ahead don't bring that shit towards me you want to be a fucking i love you know whoever's well that's not nice remember when bobby boucher showed up at halftime and the butt dogs won the bourbon bowl do you Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! Sitting in office right now, who's claims my party? You love them? Go, f- go for it. Fuck you. Don't bring that shit towards me. You know your morality doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah. yeah. You know my morality stands with my family and my providing for them. All this other shit. You know nothing compared to what the fuck you think. I don't give a fuck what you think. You know. Yeah. That's well, kind of the you thing. Said, like full circle too. Back when we talked when we started this. Like it's cool getting to know the people outside of maybe like their persona and on Twitter. What? Yeah. Exactly. What you you know things like that. And that's I mean that's why I love actually meeting everybody here because it's like okay like there's more to just what is online and that's why like again we started the podcast saying like fuck man we're still so new to like social media and all this stuff like yeah we've had it what feels like forever now but we really haven't man like i was in and you too we're the same age you were in grade 10 when fucking the iphone came out like we are still so fucking new to social media and like oh it's crazy and society is still adapting to it and still evolving and like honestly two two generations down the line might get it we're still learning how to act you know, we, we like we learned how to act, you know, in society. That's what we kind of learn in school to try to be like at least like, here's the bar to be a good citizen. Well, yeah. now we're kind of having to learn how to do that online as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm on the wild side. I post a lot of shit where people are like, you're not supposed to say that. It's like, well, I don't yeah. know what the fuck you want me. But 
um, almost like adapting. I don't want to say conforming. We had a, a whole older generation who was like, you can't believe what's on the internet. You fucking need to do your own shit. Dude, as soon as those people got Facebook, they were fucking like, can you believe this? Can you believe that? It's like, yo, you were the ones who when Facebook was on there, get off the internet. You don't need that shit. Dude, they're the same parents that said video games are going to like melt your brain and now kids are streaming on Twitch making millions of dollars. So fuck off. Like The one thing about um, my cousin works for Activision. Okay. I, just, I don't talk to him really because we, you know, we don't talk. But I looked at him and I was like, what's Modern Warfare 2 all about? And he's like, well, it's pretty much the same game. It's based off a loose storyline. I go, is that because they let everybody uh, who was 13 years old back then, or however fucking old, uh, shoot up an entire airplane fucking hangar? I remember that. And he was like, his face was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, they're not letting you do that now, are they? And he's like, no, that wouldn't go well nowadays. I go, no fucking shit. Hey, yet... GTA is still is yeah. still thriving, and no nobody yeah nobody's like oh well, I learned it on GTA mom no like absolutely, absolutely not <laughs> stabbing man. and killing people for rides no, and shit it's like goddamn what a game man especially with online like I've watched a few like again back to the nerdy side I've watched a few documentaries on just like the progression of like GTA and it's just yeah. it's unbelievable what the developers have done to that game like I don't know if you played the latest one it's literally Los Angeles but it is to a street Los Angeles like there's now things on like Reddit and shit where people will like drive around Los Angeles and then compare to what Los Santos in fucking GTA and they'll be like yep they have the same building here they have like they got every little detail of Los Angeles in that game it's insane I've seen the memes where it's like when your boyfriend's never been to LA but already knows the landscape dude, that, dude it's I, I could drive through I honestly feel confident that if I was in LA I would know how to get around because of that game never never fucking played it um, oh that was my self. That was my self care when I was running the company. Me and my business partner, we just jump on GTA Live and just wreak havoc. Why do the cars drift when they drive? Uh, some do. Some no. Every car is different. So if you get like a shit car, if you're like if you're fucking banging 80, 90 miles per hour, like you're gonna fucking spin out. But if you got a nice sports car that you either build or rob or you know rob someone of, you're good. And Have if you it's seen raining, that? you'll spin out too, which is like the detail. It's stupid. I'm not a gamer by any means. Like, yeah. I played Counter-Strike growing up. That was probably like the nerdiest I was as far as, and like Mario and all that shit. Double dash a little bit with the GameCube. But like, I got into GT, again, for self-care reasons. But I was like, you know, I spent a little money to make sure like my bank account didn't run out of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you ever play uh, like Red Dead or anything? Like no, Red Dead again, 2? Like- it's the same company though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like I'm very minimalist. Like the only I shit you not, man. Like the only games that I've like put hours into is like Pokemon Blue on the Game Boy, fucking Mario Kart Double Dash and Super Smash Bros. Melee on GameCube and GTA. The fact that you just said Pokemon. I bought my kid a Switch. Nice. That that probably and I did fucking say the only game I'm gonna buy you is a Pokemon game because nice. I want I wanted to see it. I've got like 15 hours logged into it in like a week. I was like, damn, I'm avoiding my family to catch fucking Pokemon they're again. They're all so good. And like, I can only imagine now they're just crazy. Dude, like, the I play Switch. Po- I play Pokemon Blue every December. That's just my thing. Like my little nostalgia thing. I'll just, I'll play it you, through. Or do you still have a Game Boy or what? Oh, yeah. You still have a Game Boy that works? Oh yeah. What Game Boy? Game Boy SP with the light. I SP, do have a Game Boy Game Boy too. SP. Is that that the was the, the, the cube one. that It flipped up? Yeah, but I do have a Look color. like a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking I sick. I had col- that one. I do have a color still. Hell yeah! I don't play it because it's a yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, yeah, 
But um, no, yeah, it's, I play Pokemon Blue every December. That's my thing, my little nostalgic thing. Because we, I always used to do it on my when I was a kid when we went to like visit grandma for Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Or you had time off Christmas break, and as a kid, like that's all I had. I didn't have an Xbox and shit, so I'd play Pokemon Blue. So now it's just like one. I'm, I'm very much a routine guy. I got that's Poke- my thing. I got Pokemon Red from a fucking sister's boyfriend who gave me one nice. of the Game Boys who was transparent. It was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I got for my birthday a uh, Pokemon Game Boy color yeah which was gr- lime green uh, i think played, i had the same one played like crystal pokemon with the art uh yep. with the fucking uh bird the dog pokemon yeah, yeah, all that I shit had that one um played that and then i got a fucking game boy sp when i went to florida fourth yeah. grade that was the flip up fucking all as that soon shit. as i had the backlight game, game that was on. sick i, remember, I, I actually, never needed another one again i had a pokemon that had uh i had a game boy that had one of the attachments you buy put it in the micro usb and it oh, fucking yeah, yeah. shined the light down on your screen i used to have one of those yep for the sick. color yeah man fuck yeah pokemon is awesome i, I have every single card except for articuno from the first five years of the cards being printed that's I'm, fucking I'm missing sick one to, to for the hundred so are you a millionaire or what the fuck it's man? worth if it, I, I got it appraised without articuno and it was about 1800 bucks with an articuno first edition brings it up a bit but even just one within that five years i could probably sell the set for like three to five grand but i'm gonna hold on to it for a little while and like every now and then if marketplace like some fool sells the first edition i'm pounce on it quickly and like buy it cheaper and my business partner um uh, who's also my best friend from fucking I, I was seven years old same he does that shit he scoops facebook marketplace moms who are selling you know pokemon binders Balkan, for fucking yeah, yeah. cheap he'll Bro, buy the binders he's on find that the one, shit yeah the one card he needs hell yeah we got a friend he's uh like 30 i don't know at this point he's got to be fucking 36 35 years old um, we're pretty sure he's on a spectrum somewhere, but he's never been tested. But still lives with his mom. Um, calls my buddy. He won't call me. I won't. I refuse to. It too religious. The guy fucking. He doesn't understand boundaries. Um, he'll text my buddy and be like, "I maxed out my credit card for eight grand because I've been buying packs." And he'll he'll pull fucking packs. But he won't even look to see if like the cards are worth anything. He'll look for a bullshit two dollar card. And if he doesn't get it, he'll buy a whole nother fucking like, like eight hundred dollar fucking set to be able to pull to see if he gets it. It's like, dude, it's a two dollar fucking card. You can you can go buy that anywhere. It's like that's not the eBay. fun. It's like, dude, you're fucking you're dumb, man. Like, no offense. It's like I just eight grand in debt to where you can't. You know, dude, holy people, fuck. People throw big money around hockey cards, magic. Hockey's nuts. I mean, again, they're usually like pretty suits. Even like the small towns that I grew up in. Like, I'll go into like the the GameStop or, or the not game, so game store or whatever. Yeah. And I'll watch these guys just fucking rip open hockey cards to find rookies. It's crazy. And then there's a market for it. I was lucky. I, my first, I, I don't do hockey cards at, our, at all, but when, uh, when Brock Besser came to Vancouver, I was like, I really want that Minnesota boys fucking rookie card. And the first pack I opened at one of them and there's two that came out. Nice. There's like the young guns edition and some other one. And I, uh, I pulled a Matthew Kachuk, who was a Calgary. He was Calgary Flames, and I was with Florida. And I knew a guy who was into Calgary, and we just traded straight up. And now I have like I have that little fucking thing framed. I mean, unfortunate Brock Besser's not doing well with the Canucks this year. Last year, I mean, with the passing of with his dad being super sick and the passing of him, I mean, it was super tough on him. But pulling for the Minnesota boy, I don't think he'll ever play here unless it's like at the end of his career, just the way the roster is made up right now. But uh, I hope if he does leave Vancouver, he. He gets it back. Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. 
Is that the is that the guy the Wilder all soaked on fucking Brock Besser or yeah, whatever? I mean, he the fuck? played for North Dakota. He didn't even play for the fucking Gophers. <laughs> Who's the guy the Gophers got in a trade or some shit? Just uh, who the fuck did they trade away? I'm not a college hockey guy. I'm Canadian, dude. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, there was somebody who plays for the Gophers. Oh, was it Rem Pitlick that they traded or they waived? No, no, no. Pet Petlick, I know from Matthew and fucking uh, um, Seth and shit. No, there was some guy. I guess we traded away when we. Who the fuck did we just trade away? Who's the who? Last year's off season. Who did we trade away that people were all fucking oh, Fiala? Fiala. Who do we get back for Fiala? Wasn't it Brock? Brock fucking Brock Faber. He's a but guy. Yeah, he's Bro- a, he's a gopher. He's, he's a gopher right guy. Now. That's what Dude, I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, he's that's a defenseman. The he's fucking sick. Yeah, he's awesome. He's and he's a guy. Team USA guy too for the juniors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he was captain for Team USA too. Right on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's yeah. Dope, he man. I went to the Gophers against UND on the Saturday, I don't know, like two weeks ago now. Yeah. And like he yeah, he's a fucking stud. Okay, so he'll be he'll be fun to watch. He'll be good. That was the guy I was thinking of, my bad. I broke both Brocks somewhere yeah, around there. No, Besser, he played he played a while ago now. Um I wanna say like 2014, 15 he was with UND. Okay. Won a championship with them as a as a rookie. No oh, shit. Yeah. No, he's legit. Good good Minnesota kid, fucking just uh, face some injuries, wrist injuries, and if you're a fucking goal scorer, that's the worst injury you can get. Face some back stuff. Um, his dad was going through a lot, and his dad eventually passed, and so that's why last year he didn't have a really good year. Injuries and, you know, family stuff included, so hopefully he turns it around this year, but I think he was banged up even to start the season, but I mean, the Canucks. People are complaining about the Wild. They don't even know, dude. They don't even know. The Canucks are terrible this year. That's funny. So what do you do as a, as a hockey guy moving forward? So you said you started a few companies. Uh, what are you doing here? Like, what with the move? Like, do you have any stake in companies right now, any media companies? Well, are you trying to start something? What, I know you got Hoppy going on. What do you Explain everything. Yeah, what do you got going? So, so right now I'm just doing, like, freelance consulting work. So I do have, like, my own Consulting work company. on what, like just podcasts in general, podcasts, or sports co- media, media companies? SEO, like so. I my last meeting, for example, I had a meeting earlier this week. I talked to a guy, and he just I was like, "Hey, ask me anything you want about YouTube growth." And the guy like has clients who have huge podcasts that are on YouTube, and he's just like, "Hey, here's some of the challenges I'm having. I just need someone else to bounce ideas from. I'll pay you X amount an hour." to have this conversation with me. Okay. So I do a lot of those on the YouTube front. I work freelance video editing for a startup company in LA, um, Jam Street Media. I also, yeah, not like, I do other odd jobs here and there, editing jobs and stuff like that. So I'm not rebuilding like a network or anything right now. Um, the, one of the reasons why I left was because like, it was a lot. It was three years of fucking all day, every day. I'd get phone calls at like 3 a.m. because people are on different time zones and whatever. And like, I always, they weren't employees. We were, they were part of our network. So we always had to be happy. We're so happy you're with us. You're getting calls 3 a.m., whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like I almost like hate like getting notifications on my phone now. And so it was just tough, man. I worked like 14 hour days every day with my business partner. We didn't have a lot of staff. How we barely had staff. Right, which is smart though, because then you have yeah, and you know it, it was startup, so like it was just a lot of work. We and we were going a direction that like I just didn't agree with. Um, again, no bad blood or anything. It was just like I didn't want to be managing three hundred people going doing this same thing when I had ideas to do something different. And you know, it's a team. I'm one of various owners or various like stakeholders, and it was like okay, well, like if everyone else wants to do this and I'm the odd one out maybe it's time for me to take a step back 
do my own thing, be a creative again at the end of the day. I'm an artist. I, I truly believe that. And like, I'm okay financially. I don't have any kids or a relationship back home. It's so expensive to live back home right now with the, yeah. the economy there and everything. And like, and I have a podcast and like a friend group and a community that I've built here in Minnesota. So it's like, I mean, it's corny, but like you only live once. You only are given opportunities in life where if, in hindsight, you I maybe would look back if I didn't, you know, pull the trigger and be like, yeah. hey, this is a moment in time in my life that I actually can afford to do something different. Roll the dice, turn the, whatever you want to call it. So why not? There's nothing holding me back. I'm here. Um, I'm working for not like online. Everything's online these days. Uh, my mom's American. So oh, it's easy for me if go. I want to come, you know, or renew my dual citizenship or work, find, you know, find some work maybe locally here and get a visa. But like that kind of stuff right now, like right now I'm just very, I'm traveling quote unquote <laughs> yeah. until I figure out what the long-term plan is. But uh, I mean, Minnesota feels like home and yeah, to, to answer your question, it's kind of like still dot, 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 but like I'm taking a break from building companies and dealing with a lot of people, just doing what I love to do and what I'm good at. Fuck yeah, man. Having fun with just doing this shit. We're talking yeah. in front of the mic. It means nothing but having fun. Put it this way, man. When I was working fucking with the company, I wouldn't have time to do things like this. And if I did, it was within the network, being a guest on a show that's like on the Promotion network. Promotion and all that shit. Exactly. It's like I didn't have time just to like hang out and meet people like i didn't like i wasn't really even dating at that time nothing man like um i was i had a pretty serious relationship before and this was one of the reasons like when you go all in on a company like you have to go all in like there's no there's like you're not talking to your family you're not talking to your friends significant other like you are at the mercy of work and i'm a very much like to a fault 110 percent or zero and that extra 10 percent can work not in my favor at times but i go all in and i did and we were successful and it was, I learned a lot and it was fucking awesome. And right before I think I was about to burn out and was fed up with just kind of the situation I was in, I got out and I think that right now, anyways, I have no regrets. So fuck yeah, dude. And I'm happy. So like that's at the end of the day, why do you want to live unhappy? For sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I started my own pay business and it's not like lucrative by any means. I'm literally making the same amount of money I was before. I just had to work less. Yeah, that's that's a positive in and of itself, you know, like yeah, totally like you don't have to be a fucking millionaire the first time you start a business. Oh, if you no. can half work as much and still fucking pay your rent. What the fuck's wrong Dude, with that? I learned more building this company in three years than I did my entire university run. Not to say I didn't like learn how to write, learn how, you know, like learn the very basics in universe, yeah. how to like honestly even be like social. Learn sure. how to drink. You know, like, yeah. all that stuff that comes like university or college. It, it has its perks. I get it. But as far as like practical work that now I am getting paid for on the side, really, like I'm a freelance worker and I do consulting through my own company. I wouldn't have learned any of those skills from school. What's None that? What's that like being a producer or at least like an idea guy for a podcast or like getting paid on that? Because like, again, I would think like, you know, like the joke is like, I think I could podcast against anybody. If you could put me in front of a mic against somebody who's like not prepared, not fucking, you know, have uh, 10 ideas written to talk about, I think I'll beat fucking almost anyone's ass. Um, how do you get paid for that kind of shit? Like, and, and when you start getting paid, like, how do you not like, 
um, completely conform to like what you're thinking of is the idea of what you need to make money on. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. Well, I was very much working in like the sports sphere, so like you kind of already had like your script, like every like an equation. Like, What's well, right? a reality? It's a re- sports is a reality show. Every every week, the content wrote itself. Wrote itself. You just have to be good at how do how you how you how present. you pre- exactly yes. or talk about it or put out like, use it as your show content, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of sports shows that are are so different, right? But anyways, like you're kind of given a little bit of a cheat code it's like it's 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 everybody's dream to get into sports media because it's not easy but you're you're given some tools you're given a framework week by week but the other stuff to get into more of like the storytelling podcast i mean a little bit of luck is always involved but like and i know this is like not the answer that everyone wants to hear probably but like you have to be good and what what is it to be good you have to be a good storyteller. You have to be good whether you're prepared or not. Like, and you're you're good on off the fly and stuff like that. You have. I'm to better have, drunk than if you were to fucking <laughs> come in here and try well, to. Well, I fucking mean, you have a, me. you have good mics. That's a lot of people just think they can plug a USB and mic in. And no, I'm sorry. Like, I will. I don't care if you're fucking Joe Rogan. I will not listen to USB mic quality like that. Quality of the mics is a big fucking thing, it's which is thing. why even the fact that you mentioned it, even if it's dynamic versus uh, the fuck are these kind of mics called. You you're Condensers, on yeah. conden- you're on a condenser mic. I'm on a dynamic mic. If you can figure out the difference between those two, you're already on the fucking like mainframe of like okay, now you understand how people hear things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Go on. Well, but yeah. and then promotions huge too. You can have like and actually, I was just uh, I just produced like a live stream and seminar for a guy I work with who was like he does a lot of like podcasting one on one stuff. But for those who are already like in it, and one of the big things for like storytelling podcasts, a lot of storytelling podcasts like um true crimes or like you find an actual story in history and you tell it with your own spin or whatever right um a lot of those have like 80 to 90 percent completion rates which that's what it like over downloads you want completion rates because that's how you know people are listening they they like the whole you. way through they they will yeah come and if back you're over 60 percent you're gravy right that's right. what but he found that like at the time when he was making these podcasts like he wasn't getting a lot of downloads like a decent amount like a few hundred or whatever but like not close to monetize and then that's when the promotion comes in. That's when like getting on all social media, having someone who can every like clip up your podcast and make little like fucking story shit, like all that stuff that like we don't want to do sitting here talking. It's almost essential now because at the end of the day, it's just like musicians and like my buddy, he's, he was pretty down on himself for like his albums. Unbelievable. And like, I'm, I'll tell him to his face if his music sucks. Like he's a very good musician barely any downloads or listens a month i'm like what are you doing to promote yourself he's like making facebook posts i'm like not good enough yeah no for sure you know you like think about how many thousands of musicians are out there now that they're streaming thinking about how many thousands of podcasts are out there now that everyone can do a podcast especially after covid when everyone just did one especially if you're running it through anchor 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 puts out the most amount of podcasts like just because there's no RSS feed, you have to plug in instantly between any fucking platform. Exactly. You're on all of them, yeah. You're literally it just broadcasts, which is why, like, if you're on Anchor, you also have to be ten times better because that's where every asshole goes to start their podcast now. It's free, and you well, can get paid. Very true. Well, it's free, but also because Anchor does all the work to put yourself yeah. on Apple, Spotify. Well, it's I got, owned by Spotify, yeah. I got on it early. Well, yeah, now they are because now they tell you, you know, you can have your Spotify video pop up run on Anchor, which is actually fucking sick. It I don't, sick. I don't take because you can be like anymore. Rogan. That's Rogan does that. Or shit. everybody, every dude, it's, it's always Sunny. They do it too. Their YouTube podcasts are the exact same ones that are on their fucking. No shit, huh? Yeah. Rogan's, the, I guess, the first guy and only the only Spotify. He's only the only time I go to a podcast for Spotify, um, because I'm an Apple guy. 
but okay. in, in my podcast, well, in my podcast is strictly almost. If you look at the analytics, it's Apple. Most I mean, are it, no, most are really no, well, no joke. Well, no, no, no joke. Because I mean, I, th- I'm, I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure like seventy percent of cell phone users are Apple users. Well, it also because so that, I mean, in that itself, true. Duh. Well, <laughs> and they give you the automatic podcast app, which is pretty fucking yeah. sick. The podcast app through Apple is pretty fucking awesome. I use Spotify because I've always had I preferred Spotify's library for music. So I just always, even when I and had, I pay an, for even, Apple Music, which is why well, I, I mean, go you to have Apple to pay right for Spotify away. Too, but it's like, well, you don't have to, right? You can do the free one. I've never had the free one. No shit. Know. I've I've been paying six. How much you? For, oh, six ninety nine. Yeah, I, maybe, think I, I think I paid ten ninety nine. Okay, well, I think maybe for, there was like a student thing at the time. No, there I mean, was. Like, yeah, thing yeah, with like yeah. the athletic, I'm never gonna pay, and Adobe Premiere, I'm never paying non Never, never, yeah. Isha at uvic.ca. What up? I never graduated, but I still use my uvic email for. For deals. I wonder if how many shits going to my uh, college emails that I never logged into anymore. It's probably just like fucking stupid school update shit. It might be, but there was also like a lot of the time I was like, of course I'm going to go to the school for another three years. And then I was like, oh, the next year I transferred. And then you have like fucking whatever. It's like, oh shit, I ain't going to that one. Oh man, I barely use my school one anyways, so. That's pretty funny. I literally use it for the athletic fucking... Probably a TSN subscription in Adobe Premiere. See, I have my podcast uh, email that I'll use, and yeah. then I have like my actual fucking like person email that I'll give away. But Hoppy runs our podcast one. He most of our social media, like anything that's Soda Pod brand, it's mostly him. Um, you can definitely tell if it's me because <laughs> I stand out with it. Right. But uh, no, I'm on Twitter more more than anything, more than I probably should be. But uh, I dig it. I like the news. I like, for the most part, the interaction. Every social media has the trolls and the dicks or whatever, the people you don't agree with. And that's fine. I just don't interact with them. Or you, why, That's the one thing. Why, you follow, why do people follow, not you? Why do people follow people who they like fire them up? Just unfollow them. Yeah. Or mute them. Who gives a fuck? Like, right. You know, there's some people who like, I don't care if they follow me or not. I just don't want to see them talk. So I mute them. Whatever. I have no gripe with them personally. I don't know them. But like, I don't like the shit you sh- you share. I'll mute you. That way it never comes up in my feed. We're all happy. I never have to get fired up seeing you. Whatever. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm on like a... I've been bitching for like the last... I'm trying to be better about it. But I've been bitching about the last couple months about uh, local podcasts and shit. And um, I've been bitching about like some some people now who make just stupid hockey takes or even MMA takes. I'll just fucking I no no restraints anymore within reason. Like two guys end up following me after I was just like that was dumb what you said and this is why and they're like right. Oh, but I like this guy. I'm like, okay, we're friends now. There you go. <laughs> nah, see my thing is like uh, I'll I'll get stuck with like the uh, as much as I want this to be real. It's like it, it is pretty like I want people to like it. So like there is things that I like I'll curve to try to you know. I don't you necessarily. Have, you kind of have to. I don't necessarily curve to anybody in particular, but I'll try to like if I'm getting a little crazy on one subject that maybe pe- I can see in the views people don't like, I'll switch it back up to like yeah, yeah. us having more free space and fun. Um, but like that's why I don't do solos anymore because like solos will find a way to be like it's just not as fun or if even if I hit like bonus content where like Anchor gives you the ability to be like is this bonus is this a trailer is yeah, this yeah, fucking yeah. full shit if I go bonus nobody fucking almost listens to it so it's like the hard part is is Fifty Shades of Boucher is supposed to be the idea of you can have as as many shades of me as you want I might say some fucked up shit one podcast might be a cool podcast the next 
Getting people to follow back after a weird podcast is fucking hard. Like, you know, especially if you go out of the realm, you know, yeah. and, and that's where it's like, fuck. I don't know. It's 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 fun, but it's the the hard part is what's defeating is is having people say you have a good podcast and then because you put something out that's not the same exact fucking context, people go, Well now I'm out of it. And it's like just don't listen to that one. Listen to the next right, one. Right, no shit. Or, or like, yo, know me. Know, you know, know who I am or whatever the fuck. And that's where it's like maybe I, I got to listen to you more. Or not listen to you necessarily, but like talk to people more like you who are like no understand like how to reach more people. But the thing is I can only reach people, I think, from what I want to do when you come on, have fun, and then broadcast it out later. Be like, you know, he's actually pretty good shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what and, oh, and that's the thing. Like, I just call it like cleaning up. Clean up all the stuff that you can as far as like title just seo bullshit all those little tips and tricks but you're in on it on like the analytics of like what your title gets broadcasted for like that shit's real no that's like and if if you have that then start checking your analytics and be okay i got all my bases covered or like the things to get promoted without being yeah now now let's see now let's see where we're at right thing because like even on soda pod like i make sure that i have all those tips and tricks and i have you know i have every i even write like every team in the NHL and I have every fucking team name in there, but it's like, it doesn't look spammy. Cause I make it look, it's like, yeah, it's uh constructed in a way that looks like a podcast description, but on the off chance, someone looks up, you know, Anaheim ducks. I might be there because I have that in my description for sure. And something happened that we talked about Anaheim and anchor pushes it or something like that, or, you know, whatever it is. And again, my feed is not just hoppy and I Mondays. It's hoppy and I Tuesdays is an all beer podcast. We got a guy whose wife's a traveling nurse and he has a, and he's like the stay at home dad who vlogs about his craft beer experiences. And now, okay. it was, and now it does a craft beer podcast. Cause that's very much our brand craft beer and hockey. Yeah. Brewery travels, uh, shout out Joel. He just hit his 1000th brewery, which was unbelievable. And he's just traveled all around the United States. And he's like, he's a beer guy, man. And he's, he's awesome. So we have that just show on our feed every Tuesday, Wednesday, it's hoppy and I doing either the straight hash homie, or we dropped uh, our recordings from our live episode at Waconia brewing yesterday that dropped today on wednesday thursday we have what the fuck is thursday thursday is the college mnc double so we have just a college hockey show with again different hosts micheletti is a contributor on that one as well yeah uh nick maxson a shout nick maxson he's the host of that one the main host and we have so many other great contributors on that and then friday we have spoke z on uh, twitter who does our minnesota wild stuff so it's almost yeah. like a little mini just like radio radio station where we have like different shows different slots different days all under kind of our little same banner and i think anchor digs that i don't know why but it likes dropping episodes every day it likes them being a little bit different it likes the personalities and i title stuff similarly and the description similarly but i can switch it enough that it recognizes it's new and pushes it and i mean z is the star of our fucking whole brand here and i'll 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 be the first to admit that when he posts an episode he the uh, everyone does everyone does better, but uh, it's a cool little community we've built. And it's a little bit different. When Hoppy and I started, we did live shows and then would post the audio and we did them twice a week. Then we added some guys as regular guests and regular segments. I mean, we throw, we we adapt, we evolve, we throw a bunch at the wall and we see what sticks as we go. And that's, again, kind of what I'm doing with my YouTube channel on like more of a personal side. Oh, yeah. Dude, okay. Just from a, uh, I'm going to call you a professional uh, at this point. Thank you. Thank what the fuck do I do if I have people come in Say they're having a good experience. 
Um, obviously, you know how to grow podcasts. One of the best ways to do it is be able to get your fucking brand out and talk on other on other fucking yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Jump on other podcasts. What the fuck do I do if like I don't change myself here? People leave going, oh, we'd love to have you on your our shit. And then nothing. Like, I've spazzed out being like, I'm trying to grow this show. And the people who I've come on be like, oh, you know, come on our show. It'd be great. Because also, the only thing that makes me so mad, I don't give a fuck if you said that. I understand. I'll do a better job on your show having somebody direct something for you, loving your fucking show, than I'm going to do on this show. Right. Like, I just, I just did my first guest appearance on a podcast. If you went back and listened, I would say that's better than fucking almost 90% of my podcast because I'll fuck this up. If it's not me and you being able to let loose, have fun, maybe do whatever we do before, <laughs> really get loose, I'm not that good. I'm not I don't reach people on a here's a professional level podcast we need to produce. Let's sit the fuck down, talk the shit, talk, you know, whatever, not fucking have an idea. If you also give me that idea of, like, you're running the show and then you ask me shit, I'm much better at being able to be like, what's funny? Say something weird. Yeah, yeah, Say yeah. something fucking this. No, for sure. You know, I can't I can't get people to translate, though, where if I have them come on, they'll say they had such a great time. I would love to have you on, but I won't translate to their show. I'll make anyone translate to mine. And it. what do you think I should do for that? Like... I, I guess that's the only thing I can think of. I stopped bitching yeah, about it. But. No, no, and I mean that's frustrating. I would, I would hold those to it who invite you, especially if you brought them on their show a few, t- if they've come on your show a few times, and if and if go, you said you just did one. Keep doing as many as you can, because yeah. then the more you do, people will be like, okay, he's right, he is adjusting to our show or whatever, you know, everything. You I'll just adjust, yeah, yo. Because at the end of the day, like proof is in the pudding, man. People have to, you know, what what do they what do they say, uh, you know in the university they or college you know you need you need your source you need your fucking source hey if you have a resume look this I, look at this podcast look at this podcast you know right which is why i joke about like this podcasting market being like you need to have like the circuit the certain sequence of words you need to have the certain topics that you talk Man, about i started a minnesota podcast i live in fucking vancouver island canada that's true i what? was just i was just what was your minnesota podcast though Dude, the soda pod soda pod well, what, what did you guys run beer and hockey I dude, I didn't even have Hoppy on for sixty four episodes. I went solo for sixty four fucking episodes. There you I, go. I connect. I went. I connected with the ten k guys because they're in Minnesota. Yeah. If we played Vegas, I would go to the Vegas media and I'd send messages to twenty fucking writers, and one of them would get back to me. They got on the show. I just went nuts. I was like, I have to stand out, and my shtick was. I'm a guy in Canada who loves the wild and nobody else in Vancouver Island is covering yeah. the wild. And everyone, even Russo was like, what the fuck are you doing covering the wild? Like, this is hilarious. And I'd get people locally on, why are you covering the wild? And, and that's how I, like, I had like Ryan Carter on before even Hoppy. Now, did you have to cover it a certain way or were you allowed to say, what the fuck are the wild doing? Oh, I went, I did. I was unapologetically myself. Okay. You know, I, I would curse, but I wouldn't like, I, I don't know. I, I was me. I don't even know if like I go overboard or not. I feel like I'm just unique. I'm just me. People people just liked my opinion on it. But I did have to get guests on. I did have to be guests. Like I had to show that hi, I'm here. I had to sh- make show social for media sure, posts for sure. every day. You know, I had to do it on Facebook. I had to do it on. You know, I didn't do it on all of them. TikTok wasn't even around then when I started. But like, maybe it was in his infancy. But like, it, it was a little bit of a grind, man. And I had to just stand out a little bit. But like. I think doing what you're doing and going on other people's shows, 
making well, them feel only one <laughs> making, no, making i've been the, offered i've been told hey we'd love to have you on our show and then as soon as like now granted some of the pride was like not asking to be on the show that people have offered to have me on but also like i would throw it out there and people wouldn't take it and then be like you you know what you've either said or you fucking yeah. you know you don't like I feel like if I went to a podcast and I said, yo, you can come on my show anytime. If they hit me up to be like, yo, can we do something together? Can we figure out something? It's either I remember that or I'm going to fucking phase them out and be like, I don't want you on anymore. So, like, in my head, that's what happened. It, yeah. it was when I did reach out to try to be like, yo, the people who I've had on who said, yo, we'd love to have you on our show. We had a great time here. Also realize I don't have the biggest following. I say some shit that's not okay. And it phases me out, which is where it's like. I'm I'm sour on the fucking Minnesota market because it's like y'all are bitches. Like you can come on here, say inappropriate shit, know that you can have fun on here, say you'll have fun, and then all of a sudden it comes to back to even like, hey, can you push something from me? No go because you have fucking overlords who are, and that's honestly what I think it is 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 you do have overlords who people who are sucking dicks of major market people here, and it sucks because it's like you can make your small market shit and make it a fun market to be in that everyone can join doesn't have to be k-fan just because you're the number one sports market in the nation yeah. doesn't mean your sports content has to match their shit no and, I, and, I, and I would say this like to those people who like rescind a invitation i mean that that's on them for you know not being and i've kind of came after them which is why i probably okay, not the well, most again, again i don't know the whole backstory <laughs> no but... no you're fine you're fine um and i do it you know passive aggressively so it's it's a bitch way to do it you know but also it's like i do it because it's like if if i was on the other end of it like i said i've asked people to be on the podcast if you want to be on the podcast i'll have you on the podcast now if you answer me back I don't know what we'll talk about. and Well, then, yeah, I'm not going to fucking have you on. Like, I put it out there. Sure, you can answer me. I'd love to be on. But if you also answer back, what are we going to talk about? I mean, I don't really know what to... Well, then, no, I'm not... Yeah, fuck yeah. you. You don't understand the basis of what I'm saying. But it's kind of a bitch moment for me, I guess. But it's like... Trying to... Like I said, I know to you, I know the best way to go to the show is is to reach out, be a part of other people's shit, try to make their shit fun, try to be an exciting guest, try to, and I don't think I would ever come in if, you know, I made a joke that like, if you talk sports, you know, let's have fun here. Don't fucking come in here and be like, you know, I think Kirk Cousins on third down really could be more exclusive, you know, I think he needs to look at the check down and then, fuck you, like, I don't <laughs> fucking know that shit, say, I wish the fucking Vikings would go for it on a more aggressive third down, okay, cool, we can go off of that, but you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't do this shit you heard off a of Paul Allen show and then fucking try to bring it here, it's like, I don't know, sure, you know you what know? I think, man, there's a lot of people who are doing podcasts just for fun like you are like like this is this is there because i'm trying to find them i maybe, can't find them maybe not in again i don't know yeah I'm no sorry. you're good you're maybe good. not in minnesota like i don't know but like dude like put this way, especially on the sports side there was a lot of just straight comedy sports podcasts that like we would look to recruit or in recruiting when i was with the networks would uh would go like just sift through i would sift through hundreds of podcasts a week no shit how like, huh? about people people sending it to you trying to get not on even your network sending, or what? Just us mostly looking and yes sending to but like okay. just finding those that are like that we want them yeah they can get us views which we can make them money that was our business model and so many people are doing podcasts so if it's not you know within like you said this certain bubble look outside of it yeah for sure that i mean that, again that's just my advice over the top of my head yeah, like, yeah, find, yeah. find those who are doing what you're doing because there are people out there for sure the hard part i got into was like how can i make like the minneapolis market uh form to like something i'm doing that no one else is doing and it's like 
oh, that's cool until you have to want them to push their shit. And then it's like, it's too easy to push the shit that's similar to what they're pushing. Yeah. Or like uh, conform to the same ideas where it's like, yeah, we're not going to say the word fag. It's like, all right, well, I guess I suppose now I, uh, you know, whatever yeah. the fuck, whatever. But I get you, man. Um, what are we at here? We're at fucking two hours and fifteen Holy minutes, shit. man. What are you uh, What are you thinking here? I'm. I gotta take another piss. I was just so gonna I say I gotta drain the main vein soon. Well, go piss and then uh, well, actually, you know what? Let's let's fucking. You want to finish it up? Let's here? wrap it up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. We'll call it good, dude. Uh, thank you for fucking coming on the podcast, man. Dude, I thank mean, you for having me. Two hours of fucking me trying a whiskey and trying to get that sour taste out of my mouth for the last forty five minutes. Um, you. You got me to do something most people on this podcast can't get me to do. So, Isha, you're welcome back anytime you fucking can. Please, right now, plug anything else you got fucking going. I don't know what you plugged when I took a first piss, but... it's the only two things I'm doing right now. The City Life Project, check out the YouTube channel. I swear, there's there's something for you there. Whether it's music, whether it's in the vlogging sphere of just getting to know me, my co-host. I mean, his music's unbelievable. It's all featured there as well. And then if you're into... If you're into violence, if you're into MMA, like there's a lot of content there as well. Again, if you just dig my vibe, check it out. We do a lot of vlogging behind the scenes. I mean, we're going to do a fucking fast food or what is it, a gas station food vlog on there eventually with Bobby. So if that's on center, the fact that you even said that you remember it, it's like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm so game to drive. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. is Wawa. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then just the soda pod. I mean, people who listen to this, I imagine you're Minnesota sports fans. Uh, it's a hockey based podcast, but. We shoot the shit about the National Hockey League, the college hockey, what's going on in the world of sport. And uh, again, if you dig my vibe, this is a lot of what it is. Um, and we have podcasts that drop five days a week, whether it's beer, wild prospects, a little bit of Vikings talk, or uh, yeah, just Hoppy and I shooting the shit talking beer. There's, uh, there's a little something for everybody. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, go listen to that. Go fucking follow Isha on, uh, on Twitter, fucking Instagram, whatever the fuck you can. Um, Dude, thank you for fucking coming thank on the show. Thank you, and uh, yeah, you're welcome to come you're on our welcome. podcast, dude. Dude, any anytime you need a guest, I'm telling you, I'll I'll quit work because I work for myself and fucking come work, dude. Fucking whatever right, the dude. fuck you I'll need. I'll hold man. you to that. I'm, I, I'm not gonna be like those who invite you and listen. I'm gonna hold you and be like, hey, Bobby, remember when you said, remember when you said you're gonna come on my podcast? I need a guest. You have no idea the amount of uh, love I have towards podcasts. So if you had that, dude, I will try to give you the 120% that I can. And all of my four-inch dick. (laughs) You get all of it. You get all (laughs) the fucking love. No, dude, I I, I tell you. I'll also, anytime you come on, I'll take a shot of whatever weird Japanese whiskey you got. Even if it makes me look like a bitch, man. I love it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Isha. Thank you. I love you. God damn. Fuck yeah, dude.